Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. to everybody is, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic be the rocket and the brew. Well, that be the fuel. And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What up, fellas? What's going on, Rob? What, up? what is going on? Uh, nothing much. I'm just what's, chilling. How y'all doing? What's poppy? <laughs> um, if you are joining us uh, for the first time, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, if this is not your first time, thanks for coming back. Thank you even more. Uh, this is episode 56, even though I said 56 all through episode 55. <laughs> <Sure> <laughs> I didn't even notice. Jeez. <laughs> Happens sometimes. Not no, your we, fault. Well, we, none of us noticed. Nope. <laughs> so, no. Nah. I was like, oh, that, that's not right. <laughs> this is uh, 56.2. <laughs> part A or Part B, I part guess. B. Yeah. Uh, if, if you did not notice, we did give him uh, eight second. Moment of silence uh, in honor of Kobe and all the people who, that were lost uh, in that plane crash. I mean, the helicopter crash um, last Sunday um, around around this time. But yeah. um, it's been a it's been a kind of a somber, sad week. Yeah, yeah across sure. the globe. Yeah, uh, especially in LA, they say you can feel the uh, the grief. I the bet. Grief. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Over the I think about at least three city. times a day. It's weird. Right. It just pops up like, right. damn. Yeah. I was in Acme. I was in Acme this morning, just you know, looking at the, just walking up to the register. You know, they got the People magazines and boom. You know, it's like, ah man, I, I had not blocked it out intentionally, but at least was like, oh man, it's yeah, everywhere. yeah, it's everywhere. That's crazy. Yeah, um, but not to be on a somber note, want to raise it up. <laughs> and welcome our guest. Honorary guest. The award winning. She wins awards. <laughs> scientist 
and author, Dr. Jeanette Davis. How are you? Hi, how are yeah, you today? Yeah, we're around the applause. Hit them buttons, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Black History Month. We, <laughs> we got Black History, black history in the building right here. <laughs> this is Black Excellence. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you so much for having me. Awesome. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Black Girl Magic. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but before we get into it, I need to know what are we drinking today, fellas? All right, uh, I have come uh, a beer called Retire by the Fire. It's a bear, bell, barrel age series uh, or mead um, with cloves, vanilla, and cocoa nibs coming in at six point nine percent. And this is out of uh, Baltimore, Maryland. There you go. D&B. Nice. Charm yep. City. Yeah. Yeah. And what I got is uh, Winrich Cider, which is a honey lavender hard cider, which is 6 point, oh, just 6.0 alcohol by value. And we'll get into the flavors and stuff later on. Honey lavender. The yes. Lou Belgium segment today, ladies and gentlemen, will be featuring... Two Roads Brewing Company, Plum Gose. <laughs> plum Gose? 4.5. Okay. You said plum, right? I did say plum? No, I was asking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did I say it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear it? I heard it. I said it. I was just <laughs> <laughs> clarifying. I, yeah, okay. I, I, I wasn't sure. I don't know. I wasn't you know, sure. They'd be checking out some time. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say that one time? Malvern. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was last week, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what did I thought he said? Well, I forget Stratford. what I thought he said. It was like Stratford. Like, <laughs> yeah, what did he say? Malvern? Where are we going to Malvern? <laughs> no, bro. No, and it, Stratford. And it might Old pronounce ears. it Goza. Goza. It's not Gose. It may be Goza. I think it's Goza. All right, well, well, we got like three segments. We'll try to see what how that works. Goza. Yeah, we'll confirm. We'll There's confirm. No we'll deny. Mm-hmm. So I understand what happened. Yeah. yeah I've been well, saying go say for a over YouTube a year. reference. Well over a year. <laughs> right. We'll figure it out. But I yeah. think on one of the one of these candidates said t- tells you how to pronounce it. Okay. Okay. Hail brew. Yeah. Pronounce Goza. Right Goza. there. Yep. The yep. I didn't I didn't get into it yet. I, I may have gotten into it. Right. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to yeah. just uh yeah. help cool. help everyone, help the cool. listeners. Cool. Cool. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> See that shit don't feel good, do it. See what it happens to you. <laughs> What? <laughs> Y'all do that to me all, all the time. Okay, yeah, good, cool, cool, cool. Shut up. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't care. <laughs> it's like I didn't notice. I did not. <laughs> That's how I was supposed to do. I just cool, cool, it. cool. Just shut up, all right? I just keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah, keep it pushing. That's cool. That's Happy Black History Month, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. On February 1st, 1865, right. the 13th Amendment Top of the month. Top of was the adopted month. in the 38th Congress. Shout out to Freddie Douglas. Yep. How come we couldn't get a, a longer month though? Well, it's Freddie Douglas' birthday. Yeah, yeah, but come on. They picked they up. They, they picked up. Shut us up. They picked up. <laughs> Abraham. <laughs> it was like Abraham, like Abraham Lincoln. We're not giving these. No, it was like Abraham Lincoln and uh, Abraham Lincoln and uh, I want God a thirty-one day and Frederick Douglas. Yeah, you said it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Carter, <laughs> you were reaching. Uh, uh, where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Right, where's that? Right, <laughs> Got it. I got it. I got it. But yeah, but those those two dudes, it was their uh, birthday. That's why they picked the month of February. That's cool. Shout out to Carter G. Woodson. And, and at least from what you know, I've come to learn, you know, in the financial world, twenty eight days is all that really matter. Yeah, this is only, true. That's true. From a billing yeah. standpoint, twenty eight days matter. That is true. But that could be because of February. 
Could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Shout out to the leap year. Shout though, out to February. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah, out, yeah. Right. <laughs> shout <laughs> out to February. Yes. Like you know what? Month. Shout out to every month. Happy birthday to me. Black history. June. Black history month. We have our guests here. Right. I don't know what y'all talking about. format. It was random thoughts. That was random thoughts. Yeah, we're back. She was just looking at us like, what the hell are we talking about? I don't know. It's fine. No. We'll, we'll bring you in. Good doctor. We'll bring you in. Jeanette good Davis doctor. here. Yes. To school us and just make us aware of what's going on in these environments. Yes. Right, right. This uh, is a true scientist on the podcast, guys. Yeah. Yeah. This not is a big true scientist. Yeah. Not Lou Belgium. No. <laughs> Listen, I never claimed to be. Y'all claim, y'all put I mean, that on you're me. You are a scientist, though. She, she's not with us all the time. So. Yeah. I'm, I mean, listen, if we need a science question answered and the good doctor's not here, yeah. I'll right. do my you, best. You're the next one to go But to. I'm not answering any science questions today. Oh, right. yes, you will. No. Nope. Nope. You're going to answer a lot of ocean questions. No, nope. I'm going I'm to be on. I'm like, a good doctor? Could you answer that for us? How about we're going to have a discussion? Yeah, there, there we, we go. go. Let's go. Teach me. Yeah, so we're just going to jump in with Dr. Jeanette Davis. About just give, I guess, give a little background on who you are and uh, how'd you become award winning <laughs> and accomplished. Yeah, yeah, just 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 talk a bit, a little bit about you know, kind of you know, your Delaware background, you being a, a resident of uh, Wilmington, Delaware, and you know, how uh, whatever kind of support you've had mm-hmm. that's you know, helped you get to where you are and continue to go you know, far and beyond, you know, where you are now. And being a woman in STEM. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That's a big, big that's thing. That's big, yeah. A black woman in STEM. Yeah. Yep. And uh, young. Yeah. That's and young. young yeah. black and, you know, woman she wants y'all to know. young. She, she ain't, I, I, ain't a woman of a certain age. Yeah. I, that, I'm out in these streets. Yes. That's a thing. Yep. Um, anyway, thanks again for having me. Uh, just to give a little background about myself, I am from Wilmington, Delaware. I grew up on 24th Street, 24th and Jessup. Word. That's right. Um. I, I actually kind of shared like twenty-fourth and just up in on sixth street, uh yeah. over west side. Like yeah. I you know, my yeah. mom's side was there, my dad's <laughs> side was over north side, so I kinda grew up in, in both places. But either way, you know, I'm from the city, I'm from Wilmington. Um, and growing up, I think I quickly just embraced that I was a nerd and I mm-hmm. loved science. Mm-hmm. Um I was fortunate that I had uh four older siblings who were like athletic and popular and like so when I came along and I was like yeah I'm not really an athlete you know I like reading and learning they were like yeah they were like super supportive like yeah we got somebody in the family who's like just smart (laughs) and wants to learn (laughs) Uh, yeah exactly and so I'm grateful that I had a family who embraced that I was different and they they supported that they supported how much I wanted to learn and try new things and um, was always like curious and inquisitive asking questions Um, so they just always thought like yeah she's kind of different but you know we're going we're going to let her be and just see where that goes let her be great Um, (laughs) but um, it was I think it was the fifth grade I had an amazing science teacher I went to Harlan Elementary School and that was the moment where I was like yeah I really love this science thing like and I remember like from that point on science and history actually was just always my favorite subject um and 
when it got time, like when I, you know, was in high school, I was like by that time winning like awards in chemistry. I was like competing. Well, it's real science. Real science. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, like I really love this. I'm just going to see where it goes. But because no one looked like me in the field, I didn't have the language to articulate I wanted to be a scientist, right? Yeah. Like I knew that I loved it, but I was like, what do you do with that? Mm -hmm. And in fact, it wasn't until my brother, who's um, first generation with me, who went to college, um, but he was an, a star athlete, right? So, yeah, that's Butter Pressy. Yeah, Butter Pressy. We, we all know him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he went to college on the football scholarship. So I thought to myself, well, you know, I'm not an athlete. Like, how do I get to college? Because, again, nobody went to college, mm -hmm. right? Unless, unless you had a lot of money or you were an athlete. Right, so right. that was my mindset. And he was like, no, you're smart. Like, you're going to go to school just because you're smart. Like, you don't have to be athletic. Um, and so I started applying to schools. And believe it or not, I, I mean, I, w I graduated from Hampton University. Ooh, ooh. Um, and, yeah, I have my HU shirt yeah, on. Yeah, we see you showing off. <laughs> yep. So which one's the real HU? Right. This <laughs> is the real HU, okay? This is the real HU. Um, uh -uh, uh -uh. So um, I went to Hampton University, but it was the only HBCU that I applied to. Okay. Um, because, you know, everyone was like, yeah, they're not going to give you as much money as these other schools. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I toured all these colleges, went to Hampton, and it felt like home. I was like, this is my place in the world because it's like growing up in Wilmington, this small community, it's like you don't really see diversity amongst black people. So it was great to go someplace where it's like, this is my home. Like, everyone looks like me, but everyone has different experiences. Right. And yep. I'm, I'm such an advocate for HBCUs because you really get to see, find your place mm -hmm. in the world. And it's, it's a time where you're celebrated as a young black person right. and you get to be you. You have full access to everything on the campus. So anyway, that's just awesome. my little Right. Yeah, HBCU. Yeah, thing. Throw it out there. Um, but yeah, I went to Hampton University and I did not think about doing marine science. I thought I'm going to be a medical doctor because I love science. And if you love science, that's the avenue. You, you're, you're a medical doctor. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was going to be a chemistry major. And I went into the marine science department. This is really nerdy, guys, but it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hit us with it. I went into the department because at Hampton you have like freshman orientation week. So there's a week where you just kind of like fill out the campus, do right. all these things. Mm -hmm. So I was going to like all the little science open houses and I went to marine science and they talked about the curriculum and what you do there. And I was like, wow, this is the science I've been waiting for my whole life because to study the ocean, you have to know basically all the sciences okay. the ocean is not something that you can like study in isolation it's connected to the entire planet it's the, it, it is the planet right, right. like mm -hmm. over 70 percent mm -hmm. of our planet is yeah. covered in water right. so because of that you have to understand chemistry physics meteorology which is weather you know climate the ocean uh, works with the atmosphere to produce our weather patterns and our climate geology how the earth is formed you know the ocean carves out mountains you know all, everything so wow. the ocean literally is connected to so much on our planet yeah and I was like yeah this is what I want um and so that's how because people always ask me how did you know you wanted to be a marine biologist I did not know that so yeah, you're that was so you're, you're yeah. so you didn't know until freshman orientation I did and not you, you know. found out right then and I there. found out that's and you and too. the great thing about Hampton is that it's on the water 
So um, my brother, Butter, Kiana, my sister, and a cousin of ours, they took me down to Hampton University, and we were just sitting there on the water. And um, my cousin said, you know, (laughs) if I could go to school again, I think I'd study the water. It's so beautiful. And right there was the marine science department. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go check them out and see what they're about. So it literally was like that. It was like. At least you figured it out when (laughs) at orientation and not when you was like. A sophomore or something. But it happens. You know? It does yeah. happen. But yeah. like, it's like, I got to change. What yeah, I'm right. Yeah, yeah, but like at least yours hit you like, bow. Like, yeah. That was good. I think, I think I always tell people, though, the moral of the story is um, be curious and be mm. open. Right. right? Mm. And, that, and like that's the foundation of science, right? Like that's what science is about. Like science is the structure that supports curiosity. Right. And um, if you if you're a real like scientist and you, you know, are enjoy being observant and all those things, it's like you got to be willing to apply that to your actual life. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it that's how it happened. I went into the marine science department, fell in love with it, did an internship every year until I found my spot in the marine microbiology world, mm. which is my specialty. The that's things crazy. that you can't <laughs> see in the ocean is. Yeah, I, I love Bacteria in the ocean. I know, I know. So during that three years. That was like the smartest thing ever said on fire. I love love bacteria in the ocean. What? No, cut that. That's important. I've never heard that ever. Absolutely. Bacteria in the body is even important. It's very important. Yeah, but that, that's the first time I've ever heard somebody, heard somebody say that. Yeah, I mean, well, how many times all, have you talked to a marine biologist? We, we all love bacteria uh, in the ocean. Yeah, right. and, and this is why. So, how we breathe in oxygen from mm-hmm. where, right? Like trees and trees and, and plants, plants yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, the ocean being most of our environment, um, there's more plants in the ocean than there are on land. Huh. So, actually, fifty percent or more of the oxygen we breathe comes from the ocean. In the very first. Mm. A plant-like organism to help produce oxygen on this planet is a bacterium. So mm. we love bacterium you're, in you're the smart. ocean. Say, okay, we, right. So, so right, smart. we Give me the love bacterium right. in the ocean, right? Yeah. 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 We love bacterium in the ocean. Yeah, guys. We, we do. We didn't even know till today. I'm woke now. We so we so worried about the like the Amazon. We should also be worried about the ocean. The ocean. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I you know, and it's devastating what's happening in the Amazon in Australia, right. like all of these fires, Alaska, right. California. Like right. it's yep. you know, it's a result of climate change. Amazon was climate, but also just kind of like the government incentivizing and right. pushing for people to do that to, to clear out their, the land. Right. exactly their, well, the, the their cows exactly yeah. so that was a little specialized as well but either way um we can see visually the fires that's going on so we become alarmed right. and in the ocean it's on fire you just don't see it mm-hmm. right it, it's the mm-hmm. same concept right. and um yeah most of our oxygen actually comes from the ocean Nice. Well, one question I had just in terms of your four year stint of being, you know, at, at HU um, or Ham- Hampton University, just so we people are clear. They should be clear. They should be clear. Shots fired. Where, where did that journey kind of take you just kind of not just on campus, but also off campus in that four year stint? That's a great question. I science has been able to take me to so many places. Mm -hmm. Um, My very first 
internship at Hampton. I was right after my freshman year. Hampton University had this project where they took um, students out at sea. So Hampton owns a sailboat, and we have a sail team. Um, and so we had this sailboat where um, for the for about a month you would live on a boat and you would sail the in- for a month for a whole for a whole month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a fifty three foot sailboat. Twenty eight thirty one. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have no problem with the, uh, the seasickness. No seasickness. Yeah. Oh, actually, I I did. <laughs> like this past summer, I was out at sea on a research vessel for it was like twenty consecutive days, and mm. that was the west coast. That was. That was challenging. And I I thought, oh, I don't get seasick. I've been on boats for no, it was different. <laughs> the 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 Pacific current, very different from right. the Atlantic. Right. Very right. different. Right. Very, very different. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that messed her up. She was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, she yeah, has memories was, about that. Right. So your first first sailboat. But yeah, that was my um first internship and during that internship we had a chance to go to all these different research centers. Um do presentations, um, just learn about science. And it was, it, we also learned about the contribution of African-Americans and Native Americans to the Chesapeake Bay. And so it was around like history, um, science. We did research on the Bay, but that just opened up a huge like world of like building a network, getting mm-hmm. to know people. I actually ended up meeting my PhD advisor mm-hmm. when I was interning there. I met another great mentor who is an advocate and who I then did an internship with her later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because I had did the research there the next year, I ended up going to a science conference in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I went to like three, four science conference internationally, mm-hmm. Um, and so it just, it really opened up like so many doors, so many opportunities. Like once I did that first internship Good. and then from there, I just, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like that. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. yeah. Right. That is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how, how does it, how did it feel, you know, kind of being a, a Delaware transplant going not too far away to school? Um, but, um, what, what did what did you do to kind of just keep that connection back to you know kind of I guess you would say home base? Um, how did you kind of bring some of the information you were learning out in the world kind of back to to home base? I constantly did that. Okay. I you know when I was when I said I was a marine and environmental science major, everyone like from my family was like, like "What marine? <laughs> like, are you trying to go to the Marine Corps? Right. Like, <laughs> what is that? What is, I don't get it." Right, right. And it wasn't until, like, when I went to Hawaii, they were like, oh, we get it. Like, the ocean marine. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Right. But um, I'm constantly, like, just making sure that people see the connection between our environment and who they are. Like, you Mm -hmm. talked about bacteria and humans. And, you know, it's uh, all of all of that is connected. Right. Mm -hmm. The water, like our most of our our um, this the content in our sales, like is water, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, knowing that, like the things that you need to survive, the first thing is water, right? right? Like, right. Yep. <laughs> so um, I was constantly explaining that to people and kind of bringing that back home, and even simple things like, "Hey, family, get a Brita filter," or like, "Don't okay. buy bottled water," and right, like, right. you mm-hmm. know, and so. 
it's just little things, but I'm I'm happy that they're like starting to shift. take yeah shift and yeah. like understand how important the ocean is. And I always I think the biggest connection that people that really hits home is seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean I love seafood and my family loves seafood and I'm always like yeah, but like what if you couldn't get crabs one day? Like because listen, listen, no yeah. right. Nice. <laughs> well, it's just that conscious yeah. effort of saying, filter. okay, yeah, how do we? Filter. Yeah, how do how do we exactly? How do we have that continuum if we don't do kind of the exactly do the work? But I did see uh, a post it. on her uh, Instagram page where you had a picture of the um the Dungeonese crab, crabs, and yes. I was like, oh man, that yes. is sad, yo. Yeah, ocean <laughs> acidification. It's, ter- it's, it's a real thing. Like, eats up the shell of a Dungeness, and those things yes. are. They're yes. supposed to be out there, right? Jeez, that is crazy. Yeah. They good as I don't know what though, so I'm gonna need everybody just to get it together. All right, stop throwing acid around. Right. I, I do have a question now. After after your schooling at HU and uh, getting your, your doctor and stuff like that, when was there was there a moment? I guess profound moment or something like that where you like, yep, this is exactly this. I made the right choice. This is was there like a research that you were doing that said, you know what, this was my life's work. I'm glad I've, I've chosen this path. Yeah, actually, kind of going back to the boat. I, when I met my, um, we went to, when we were on the boat, we stopped at various like uh, research institutions along the way. And one of them, I met my PhD advisor and he got up and he talked about medicines from the sea. Mm-hmm. And that was so powerful because again, when I went into school, I thought to myself, well, if I, you know, I really like science and chemistry at the time was my favorite. It still kind of is my favorite science. Mm-hmm. Little that in microbiology is kind of yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so um, he he talked about this concept of medicines from the sea, and I was like, wow, like I I did have an interest in medicine, mm-hmm. um, but I was like, but I like this ocean thing too, and I didn't know that um, a lot of the medicines that we consume actually comes from the environment, mm-hmm. um, penicillin. Um, a lot. And even if the compound did not come from the environment directly, the structure of the compound is Mm. similar to something we found in nature, Mm. nature, the diversity of compounds that you find in nature is just so much like it's just greater than what a man can come up with in a lab. Right. And Mm so oftentimes we take structures that we find in nature to synthesize or make compounds for medicines. Mm -hmm. And so he talked about this idea of getting medicines from the sea. And I was like, wow, like not only is like (laughs) the ocean, like the right field to study, but like you can combine it with like finding new medicines. And when I went to intern for him and, you know, learned a lot in his lab, I said to him, like, I want to come and be your student. And he was like, yeah, I think you would be a great student. Go ahead and apply. And I was applying um, and I applied as a, I said, okay, I'm going to apply as a master's student. And he said, why would you do that? Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? Like a master's comes first. And he was like, no, you don't need a master's. Like you should apply for a PhD program. Mm. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know. Like, you know, I was just like, that sounds a little bit intimidating. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was great. And I was like, sure. you know, I just, I'm I'm not even, I didn't even graduate at the time from Hampton. And he was like, no, like, you're smart. You've done internships every summer. Like, you can do it. Like, and he also said, he was like, to be honest, um, the project that you're looking to do, you can't do in three years. It's not possible to get a PhD in drug discovery from the ocean. It's mm-hmm. just, you can't do that. You need time to develop that and to right. figure that out. But anyway, I applied for the program as a master's student. 
And I didn't Honestly, have he it. didn't listen. No. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Summed it up. And, Thank you. <laughs> and that was okay because I converted to a PhD. But I just okay. felt more comfortable. Like Starting out. Just, yeah, just started out. Just slow. Much, kind yeah, of, yeah, just okay. started out slow. Yeah. And then Familiar. By, by that, was, that, was your, that was your path, too. That was my path. Because what happens if you apply for a PhD and God forbid you don't make it, unless you apply for the master's and you just... Moving yeah. on, easier yeah. transition. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a much easier transition. Or, or she just apply for the That's what I was about to say. Because yeah. she got she where just, she needed to be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the, yeah. I, honestly, I'm trying to help her out. Yeah, you want a good job. Her, I like this. Her mentor said apply <laughs> at, her, at his school. A mentor that she trusts. Right. <laughs> said apply here. Apply right here. If that ain't a sign of nepotism, go ahead and get that. Get that. I'm going to just get this mask. <laughs> nah, I said I wanted to be here with right. you. Right. But, but I don't want to listen to you. Right. No, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. No, but I, I applied for a master's, got in, and then within like two years, I just converted to a PhD. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So he said, once, since I was a master's student, technically, he said, you could stop and write your thesis if you wanted to to get a master's and okay. you can keep going and get a PhD. So I could have gotten a master's and a PhD, but I was like That's redundant, right? I, well, if you're going to get it in the same thing. Right. So yeah, if yeah. you get a yeah. master's in something like a particular type of like project different than your PhD, that's fine. Okay. But for me it was going to be the same, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like Nah, I'm not going to do that. Converted. So I converted and mm-hmm. then got a PhD. Good, Good so, for you. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, it was all about uh my project was in Hawaii. I, I went to school at University of Maryland, so I was based in Baltimore, but all of my research was in Hawaii, so I got a chance to tra- travel there like six or seven times when that's I was easy. a student. No, that's not a, that's not Ooh, a bad. It was so yeah. easy. Yeah. No. It was really, really hard. <laughs> no, I mean easy. Like, <laughs> it's like, not Antarctica. It to be in, the play, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in that yeah, place. Your PhD wasn't in marine biology in Antarctica. Right. right. It was yeah. Hawaii. I mean, that makes a difference. It does. It makes mm-hmm. a huge difference, mm-hmm. but I used to always tell people, because they was like, oh, you get to go to Hawaii. Uh, and in the beginning, it was really hard because you go to this beautiful place and you spend the whole time in a lab so it's like Mm -hmm. i used to be like oh this is so terrible because (laughs) i have to spend all my time like just working Mm -hmm. i mean it was nice to like work in a beautiful place but it wasn't like i had any like leisure time until about the third time i went and I went by myself. Oh, oh, turn up. So. <laughs> I know my She said by I could bring myself. People, I, right. I could bring people with <laughs> me. I showed them around she my said town. the third time, I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I knew yeah, it. Yeah, I was I good. It. Yeah, because at that time, I was familiar with the sampling site. I knew how to process the samples. I knew the timing from getting to the site to getting to the lab. So by that time, I had a flow in a way that I could give more time to just be just leisure. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so it 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 is that's like my second home yeah. like nice. i i can that's go awesome. there and nice not use right. it. Yeah, yeah. i can not still, use the gps still nothing bad about that right. Just, right yeah i, I people, love it you went following the gps <laughs> anyway according to how you got into <laughs> your, your phd <laughs> Yeah, well, I do listened, my own thing. She listened to something. Yeah, she listened to somebody. <laughs> she was like, turn left. Nope. She's going right. I, I, have a, I have a question that may be a, whatever. I have a question. Uh, go ahead, my fellow scientist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, does marine, when you say marine biology, it's just, uh, it's just like the water. So does that include like fresh water as well as 
the ocean water? That's no? a, I think that's an amazing question. Yeah, that's what. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say, but <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to say. So no. marine technically means salt water. Okay. Right. Um, so you're studying ocean water. Limnology is the study of like fresh water. Oh, okay. So like okay. lakes, well, you learn something new every day. types of things that would be limnology. However, we now have a consensus that like, I know you learn there's Atlantic, Pacific, and that's true. Like in terms of proximity, you want to be able to say this is the location I am on the ocean. Okay. But there's technically one ocean because they're all connected. True. And um, a lot of times when I write about the ocean, I usually define often that I'm refer I'm talking about marine, the ocean, but also Great Lakes because mm. so much of uh, the resources that we have here in the country depends on the Great Lakes too. Mm-hmm. So sometimes scientists will include the Great Lakes when they refer to the ocean, but technically it is salt water. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of, you know, salt water, did, have you ever uh, had anybody ask you or what is man's fascination with like going to the beach and being in the salt, salt water, water and like you know people right. always talk about there's benefits of the salt water in your skin now people are converting to like salt water pools in their like backyards like what what's that connection to man or people and kind of the ocean and wanting to be in it do you have any yeah i mean i talked about um the oxygen right so when you think about it on a fundamental level like if you oftentimes, I don't know if you guys watch like Discovery Channel love or it. whatever. Yeah, yeah. of course but we do. <laughs> Earth at Night. I do. Earth at Night. I, know, I love Earth it. It's great. Y'all been watching Earth at Night? Anybody watching Earth at Night? I've, on never, I've never watched Earth at Night. It just came night. out. It just came out maybe like yeah, a week or two ago. Earth okay, I have to check that yeah. out. They get that infrared's um, going. But the first mm-hmm. thing when we go to, when we're looking for life on other planets, the first thing that they look for is water. water. Right. Okay. That's how connected life is to water. Okay. Like I talked about our oxygen coming from water, mm-hmm. our cells being primarily water. So even if like consciously we we're not aware of it, mm-hmm. it it's there's still such a connection that mm-hmm. like people do love being at the beach or swimming or just, mm-hmm. you know, being next to water. Yeah. What we eat, seafood, I mean Well our bodies are like a yeah, percentage of water exactly. as well. Exactly. Yeah. Our high bodies, percent. um most of the states in the United States border border some type of water. Mm-hmm. So if you look at population overall, mm-hmm. most of the populations are congregated next to water. Yeah. So we depend so much on water. And so that feeling of joy and happiness is kind of natural because it's like biological, right? right? Like right. it's, right. it's kind of like who we are. Yes. Um, we love water. We True. love eating the water. We like being in the water. Right. Um, water is scary though. Is it? How is Yo, it to me, it's the scariest part of Earth. Is it? Yo, you ever see the things that's down there when you be watching like the Discovery Channel and stuff like and that? They ain't even got to the bottom. Yo, I they know, have, that's right. what I'm saying. There's so many species that they haven't discovered yet. Exactly. I know, and it's scary. <laughs> Some of them joints be looking like the straight devil. <laughs> but you're not, you're not looking for discover. You're not trying to discover any uh, animals, animals at the deep. You, I mean, or you, you more are the bacteria at the yeah, deep. Yeah, exactly. So, um, oh, I got a question. Sorry, before yeah, you go, no, ahead. No, go can ahead. you swim? I can swim. Good, good. That's a stereotype that I'm glad you broke. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I figure Marine. <laughs> well, she break the right, yeah. yeah, absolutely is. Absolutely. That's the one you, that you chose you, this point out. Are there any marine biologists that can't swim? Yes. There are actually people like who poor. scuba dive who can't swim. Can't swim. Well, yeah, they're not really great swimmers. swimmers. They yeah. just they it's, just are not a scuba dive. The yeah, fact that but they're underwater, like they don't have to hold their breath. They don't have to do kind of 
as much right. as and they, they freestyling. Right. Or yes. They just Got really it. moving in the water. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you can actually. Yeah. I. I yeah, yeah. I'm pretty you, good. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. In terms of you, now you said the Atlantic and the Pacific. Have you been to the, the Indian Ocean? Or, I have. Well, I guess the part. I have. I've been a few. What year? A few years ago, I went to Mombasa, Kenya. Okay. Nice. Um, and that was that Again. was so beautiful. Yeah. The White beautiful. sand beaches. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now you were in uh, in town this weekend to be honored. Uh, can you tell us something a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, Newcastle County puts on an event annually to kind of um, celebrate uh, people here in Delaware. This year they focused on STEM, so they honored myself. Um, another uh, PhD. His name is Dr. Jaleel Hayes. He's a chemist. Mm-hmm. He actually is the youngest person to um, get a Ph.D. in chemistry from Delaware State University. Um, So you guys have to have him on the show. Sounds like another one. Um, And then you know him. him. Yeah. Did you guys exchange information? Uh, no, no. but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, we'll we, figure it we, out. We, we on Instagram together. Good, I, can, good. I can get his information. <laughs> right, good. Um, the world, the world is flat. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, and then, um, the STEM queen, have you guys heard of her? She, I think she's about 16, 17. She wow. started, um, a business here in Delaware around like science advocacy. And uh, she's been on the Steve Harvey show. Oh, cool. Nice. So um, she was also honored. And um, there were several vendors, um, youth presentations. It was a wonderful event. Yeah. And essentially, they wanted to highlight people in the city and their accomplishments to STEM. So it was, mm-hmm. it was really rewarding. Um, I've I've received several awards, but it was nice to be in my hometown to get yes. that recognition, yeah. yep. and then also do it on the very first day of Black History. Right. Oh, yeah. So sure. that was really sure. powerful. Right. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that, and yeah. it was it was great to kind of share my journey, not just about science, but you know, I I did this thing where I you know I said my goal is to walk away that everyone in the room knows at least three important things about the ocean, and so at the end when everyone was like yelling out facts, I was I was super excited. Super excited. Yeah. yeah, you were you were geeked. I was geeked. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. I guess another question in terms of, uh, I guess is it marine medicine? Is it? Is yeah. It, uh, what are the I guess the break throughs that have, have happened and what do you see I guess going in the future in terms of how yeah. that can benefit mankind <laughs> that's a great question um so my research focused on so the reason why I said I'm a microbiologist and I study bacteria is oftentimes in the ocean um some of the organisms that potentially could can produce uh, uh compounds that we use as medicines they use them in their natural environment as defense compounds right so if you're slow moving like a slug which is what I studied or don't have like a shelled or sponges marine sponges is another one um, because they're soft and they're sessile they don't move so those types of organisms tend to produce um, compounds for defense in the ocean and um, it's typically not the organism itself that's producing those defense molecules. It's usually the bacteria that live on the organisms that produce the compounds. So that's called symbiosis, oh, right? I was about to say that. That's yeah. good. Yeah, symbiosis. Yeah, that's and so like our Bitter. gut, our gut bacteria, <laughs> we have a symbiotic relationship with the bacteria in our gut. 
and it com- controls our health and our immune system overall. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with ocean organisms. Yeah. And so I studied bacteria that lived on a sea slug in hopes of finding an anti-cancer compound. Mm-hmm. So we knew that the compound existed. We knew that you could get the compound from the organism and the, it's a really interesting story, and the algae that it eats. So it's, we called it a tripeptide be- or a, a, what did we call it? A, it's a symbiosis, but of three different organisms. Okay. So it's like the, the bacterium lives on the algae that the sea slug eats. And you can get the compound from all three of them. It took six years to figure that out. But in the end, we ultimately was able to find the bacterium that produces the anti-cancer compound. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that work, the person who found the compound found it in the early 1990s. So it took a long time yeah. to kind of get to that point. Um, but that was one particular case. Um, one of one of uh, really good leading drugs um, in terms of breast cancer right now came from a sponge is called uh the sponge is called holochondrin Mm -hmm. and the compound i believe is called holochondrin b that's another success story of something that came from the ocean that is used for cancer um there's a cone snail there's a a a cone snail that's found in new zealand there's a um, product right now on the market that is um being used for cancer so lethal (laughs) They are. Now, they are. It is the lethal one. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's the things that are lethal mm-hmm. in their environment. That the toxicity tends to be really good for the things that we don't want in our right, body right, either. Right. Okay. Um. But those are just a few cases. But it takes. I mean, drug discovery, even if it's not from the environment, um, it's ten, twenty years or so. Like right. it takes a long time, and the environment mm-hmm. in particular takes a bit longer because don't want to deplete the source of the of the the organism Mm -hmm. so it's one thing to be like for an example the sponge um they did a survey to look at if they collected all the sponge in the world to get the compound out um they could collect all the sponge in the world and only get like a few milligrams of the compound wow so in that case what they ended up doing was synthesizing the compound based on the structure and the and the environment but Mm -hmm. It takes time because you don't want to like go into the ocean and just take everything, just remove right, it. Yeah. You know, right, that's exactly. a conservation issue that you don't want to run into. And so that's why like microbiology is so important because you can find the source that lives on the organism without depleting the organism. Got the environment is that was one of yesterday. I said, I want the audience to walk away with three things. I talked about the oxygen, the seafood and medicines. Mm -hmm. And um, we get so many of our, like our medicines from the ocean, from the environment overall. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like the ocean because it's the oldest habitat around and the animals are outdate humans kind and civilization. They have found ways to cope with the environment in ways that we have not been here long enough to figure out yet. That's why it's scary. (laughs) No, that's why it's fascinating (laughs) and amazing. (laughs) And that's why we should respect (laughs) it because there's so much that we can learn from Flip your thinking. (laughs) (laughs) It's not scary. Fear, (laughs) fascinating. Yeah, that's what it is. It's fascinating. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Well, we've been uh, sipping on this first brew for a little bit. Talking to the good doctor. Uh, So, Dev, tell us a little bit about it. 
Well, I was so kind of intrigued with, <laughs> you know, our discussion. That, I know. Yo, you know what's crazy? I was just sitting here thinking, like, I, I can listen to her talk all yo, day. Yo. I didn't look at no beer. I ain't did my birthdays I yet. I looked away, right? Well, I'll go. I'll at least scratch the surface and uh, go back. What? I'll scratch the surface of, of like, the, you know, the, the, the beer. The make the, the beer Man, itself. Get into this Get bro. into the beer. Get I, into I'm, the bro. And it's not in the I'm, beer. I'm, well, the, oh, it's not? The, that's mead. a mead. It's a mead. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> first real, things first. Went real technical on me. Sorry. Let's let's give it its proper name. Um, it's a draft mead with uh, cocoa club. I mean, messing up. It's a draft mead with uh, cloves, vanilla, and cocoa nibs, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Um, Charm City um, Mead Works is the brewery. Uh and they call this one a retire by the fire, um, and it's uh, aged in it's it's barrel aged series. Um, I'll say this without actually doing any research: uh, it's a pleasant, <laughs> pleasant, pleasant pour, pleasant pour. Um, it, it looks very clear. Um, not much head on the uh, pour at all. Um, it's it kind of reminds you like kind of of like a wine uh, when you when you first pour it, but you still get that carbonation of uh, you know of can you tell me typically, you know, when you we were talking about it's a mead, it's mm-hmm. not a beer. Okay. Yeah. It's um it's honey is the base. It's honey is the base. Okay. Uh, the, the hot, it doesn't have the hot. You haven't had mead before? No, I'm talking to you, Devin. Me? I have, but I haven't really even I guess you would say researched the term of 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 the of the of a difference between like a, a mead and and a, and a brew. It's so. like one of the oldest ones that they drunk in like the medieval times. They when they were It's real Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. This right here is pushing past like IPA being my favorite. It re- it really is. It's that's good. how good it is. Yeah. That's how good it is. Yeah, this that, is that's much good. better than the IPA. <laughs> I know you were talking that. about. Well, <laughs> and this also can get pretty high in um, yeah, yeah, ABV. Yeah, yeah, and ABV. Yeah, you be um, careful with those, boy. No, there's a couple meteries around. The there's a couple local <laughs> locals, Philadelphia, right. and Pennsylvania. There's a couple local meteries right. in the area, so we right. could definitely start uh, adding them to the list of reviews. Well, for for this it being a, it being a mead, um, it is uh, definitely I would say a gateway for a, a, a drinker. Um, of let's let's find out. Did you what, what did you think? She didn't have it yet. She mead? she had it. She, yeah. yeah she what did you think it. about it? Yeah. You didn't like it. Yeah, it's gonna it. be a no for me. Yeah. I was gonna say, was gonna <laughs> say your face said yeah, no. I, I don't say. even know why we yeah. even. We can ask, <laughs> we can ask if it's a gateway beer, but I don't, okay. or a gateway of this one. I love like, this one. Like that one. But I I tend to like. Ciders, ciders, mm-hmm. over okay. beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this this right here, it, it kind of remind me of a not just even the look of it. It reminded me the taste of it of a wine. Man, that thing tastes like straight cloves to me. Does it? Yeah, like okay. almost like just putting one in your mouth and sucking okay. on I it. Could, like I, like unbearable. I could like, get the, the cocoa nibs. Real I don't good. get cocoa, no cocoa, cocoa nibs. nibs. I get straight cloves. So yeah, I don't get the cocoa nibs at all. I, I get I, you I, get I cloves think, too. I think the cloves is the cloves are strong. I taste vanilla. I do taste vanilla, and I taste a lot. I'm not. And honey, because it's the base, I taste a lot of honey. Don't cloves is like, I don't. Do you know what cloves taste like? Yeah, I don't, uh, like Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little bit like a Christmas know. tree. I don't, I don't taste a lot. I taste that's more honey taste. and honey Cocoa and vanilla is the uh, honey. Honey and vanilla is the most thing that dominates uh, my palate Give when I uh, as well sip it. <laughs> what do you say? I'm getting a little vanilla as well. <laughs> Uh, sound nasty. I'm getting a little vanilla and uh, cocoa like nibs. Yo, yo, 
what was that? White flat? Uh, give, me, give me nibs. Flat white. So, so you said this is um, making Penai. So, this pass me another for you. Okay, yeah, just this, this yeah, right okay. to that. <laughs> yeah, okay, right <laughs> it, is, it is definitely a, a pass me with another. As I, as I mentioned, it's, the flavors have definitely surpassed. I think what I enjoy about the about an IPA. Um, I'd probably was that an IPA without the beer because <laughs> it really don't have a hoppy. It doesn't have any hops in it, so. No, yeah, it's, to, it's totally different. So it's just, like it's a totally IPA different. Is. Right, you it's, know, it's really strange that that's they're like one and two for you. One and two for me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of cool that they put these in a, a rye whiskey barrel. Um, so they're taking the meat to kind of trying to do a type of like they do beers and stuff like that in terms of uh, how they're they're, they're brewing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool. So shout out to uh, Charm City Mead Works. Charm yeah. City. But that's so right far, there. I haven't had any meads that I didn't like. Really? That's true. I've, I'm yeah. I'm the same way with that. Yeah, I've had I some had beers meads, I didn't I like, but no meats. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's so a, I would say pass me one. another for that too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Any other questions for uh, Doctor Jeanette Davis? We we're just or, getting or started. This, uh, this Charm no, no. City Mead <laughs> works. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, just we're good. What you're doing already is is wonderful. Fascinating. Wonderful. This <laughs> that come out on stage music. Heads up and let people know I'm in charge, or I'm a boss, <laughs> or whatever you want to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm in charge. Yeah, I'm <laughs> a boss. Yeah, why he sound like that when he said it? <laughs> Ivy Park don't sell out unless you go in there with that type of mood. Yeah, I'm in charge. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, welcome back, for folks who uh, missed us at the break. It only is like two second break, but <laughs> <laughs> we're still gonna be missed. <laughs> like, well, well, I was still waiting to hear more from Dr. Jeanette Davis. Well, you're in luck because she she's, is still here. Still <laughs> building, still in the building. Um, I think in the beginning we called her a an author as well, and uh, she does have a book out. Uh, it is called Science is Everywhere. Science is for everyone. Uh, so, can you tell us a little bit about the book? Yes. And there's fruition and yeah, how it came, how it together. came together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm so excited about this book. It I like put my heart and soul into this book. Um first I will say as a young because young is a thing in science, like yes. anyway. Um <laughs> as a young uh African American woman, um, I often find myself in places where people don't look like me or share the same experiences that I have. Um, and I recall growing up, uh, thinking to myself, like, I love science, but I'm not sure what that means in terms of a career path. Like how does my love for science translate into, um, a career or the term, right? Like even, you know, 
a chemist, right? Like you, you, you study chemistry, but you don't necessarily know what it is to be a chemist or mm-hmm. what a chemist would do. Um, and so I created this book for young readers to display and diversify science, right? So it, it's kind of like a two in one. You learn that science is everywhere. And so like in the earlier segment, I talked about our connection to the ocean and, you know, that's just the ocean, but breathing is a science, right? Your regulatory um, system is a science, right? Drinking, um, flicking on the light, right? There's so many things around us that is science and we don't necessarily think about it as science. We think of science as some abstract things somewhere far out there that we can't that's not obtainable or accessible to us um and so the book takes the everyday things that a young person is familiar with and calls it a name like the actual science of it so when kids go to the zoo the study of animals is actually called zoology but you people don't learn that right? right um so you might love going to the zoo as a young person and not knowing that if you love that you can actually study that, animals right, in right. the um science called zoology or if you like plants like me i loved planting gardens growing up um that science is called botany okay well make sure um, that you come back so you can <laughs> hook my backyard up <laughs> you want something to do so the book takes all those concepts calls put it puts it in the name and then again if even if you don't see people who look like you and you love science that's okay because you get to be curious and love it and pursue the things that you want to do regardless of if people look like you or have your same experiences right. you get a seat at the table and you also get a chance to create your own seat at another table if you want like you have the opportunity and the chance to do that and so that's what this book is all about letting young people know that science is everywhere and that science is for everyone. And so it's really the first book where um, you get to see all of that. There's a lot of books for young readers. One, if they're um, focused on diversity, they typically focus on uh, black history. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when it comes to science, they tend to focus on a particular type of science. But again, this is unique in that it focuses on science overall Mm -hmm. and every shade, religion, Mm -hmm. gender Mm -hmm. is in the book. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say that the cover is very diverse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So how closely did you work with um, Philbert Washington just to come up with the and narrow down like the illustrations in the book because I uh, looking at the cover right here now I mean you really pretty much have kind of you have good representation kind of right. across the board from you know an astronaut you got like a chemist you got a, a marine or, or scuba uh, ch- child yeah. based on there and then you have someone who's you know closely connected with you know just kind of the wildlife mm-hmm. in general so how did you guys come up with that concept so um, I wrote this book a few years ago and let me say it's the first book of a series oh so I nice. wrote about six come. books a few years ago. And um, the driving factor really was, um, and I'm, I'm going to, being here, growing up in Delaware, and as you guys know about the homicide rate here in Delaware. and Unsolved you know, homicide. Unsolved, too, too. yeah, exactly. And so um, I was starting to experience a lot of people close to me passing away. And it was getting closer and closer. At first it was like, oh, I went to school with that guy. And it was like, oh, man, that guy was lived down the street. 
And then it was like, oh, that's my first cousin, mm. right? And the thing about that is right before he passed, he reached out to me and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, asked me if I could help him find a job. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he needed help with finding a job. And he had a criminal record, which was why it was so difficult for him to find a job. Um, but long story short, I ended up helping him with the resume and things like that, and he ended up finding a, a, a job. But it hit home for me because what I – through my grieving process of that, what I learned was it wasn't that I was a scientist, right? Because I was like, when people come to me and ask me for, like, jobs, it's like they're usually in the science field or they, you know, something like that. But he saw me as a resource. Mm-hmm. And so it was a big aha moment for me, and I thought to myself, how can I be a resource? Like, how can I contribute? I think people are um, have unique talents and gifts and it would be beautiful if we all just lived in contribution and so that had me thinking like how am I uniquely equipped to give back as a scientist and so this book is really it came from that Mm. it I mean even though it's my journey and my story as a young person not seeing people who look like me so I knew that this was needed I knew that there were not books that explain science well that's one. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there were not books with people of color. So I knew all of that to be true. But once he passed, it was like, Jeanette, how are you going to be a resource? Because he saw you as a resource. Yeah. And um, from that, I, I started writing. Um, and then I also developed in his honor, the Marquise Pressey Scholarship. Yes. I did see um, that it's bio. awarded two men so far in Wilmington, Delaware. Great. Great. And, um, oh. So yeah, it that's that's really how it came about. Is is really my sharing my life journey mm-hmm. without having to say I went through this, but saying because I went through this and I know it's needed in this community. Mm-hmm. This is this is what I wrote. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. That's good. Um, even if your children can't read, uh, there is pictures, so yeah. you can read it right. to them. Yes. Reading, reading to children is important as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. I like that. Oh. This question is in the back. Yeah. 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 So. And you, I'm sorry, I went on that kind of like tangent, but you asked me about Philbert. Because <laughs> 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 then you said the picture. So I worked very closely with Philbert. Is Washington. that why the black kids got waves? <laughs> yeah. Like I, okay. So Philbert Washington was my fourth illustrator. This okay. is why it took so long because I wrote this book, but when I wrote the book, I then went back and, um, I then wrote out the pictures. I couldn't draw the pictures. But all these pictures I I wrote out with each page. Mm. I said I wanted this to be a classroom setting. I wanted a teacher to come in. Because, again, when I fell in love with science, when I first knew, I was like, oh, I was in school. And, like, you know, he made it exciting. Mm -hmm. So I said I want this teacher to come in and make science exciting. But when he introduces the sciences, I want them to embody that science. I want them to visualize the science. So if you're a kid who likes volcanoes or mountains, that's geology, right? And so I said, I want every kid to be involved in this science. And so, again, I wrote out all the pictures, and he was the fourth illustrator. So the first three were amazing, but they could not, like, they could not get the concept. But he was just, he's brilliant. And I think the key is, so he's an actual artist. He's an artist and an educator. He actually started, mm. like, 
a program. He works in uh, public schools in New York, but he started this uh, program for youth in New York around arts and getting them excited for arts and using arts as an outlet um, for inner city youth. So he had all the equipment. Like if I said like, oh, this is great, but let's make his hair wavy. Mm -hmm. He could do it in five seconds. Right. Cause he, he just, got he got it. Like, right. and I found that the other illustrators, it was like, it, they didn't necessarily Pulling have, a little bit. yeah, exactly. And so he, I worked very closely with him. We used to have like check-ins every week when it got to a certain point. Cause I was like on a deadline with the publisher. Mm -hmm. Um, but he is amazing. He's also family. Good. And you know, it's so crazy. So this book, it is written, illustrated and published all by, uh, people of color. The awesome. publisher, um, just I met this woman at a, a women's empowerment conference. Just up, she's up and coming. Just starting a publishing company, and I was like, I'm gonna partner with you. And with Phil, it was like, you're my family. I know you're great, but I was like, I don't want to do that like family right. thing. Right. I didn't want to do that. But then I was like, look, you actually can execute right. in a way that I went through through three people, and it just wasn't happening. And he should have said you went through three just, people, huh, instead of coming to me first. That's exactly what he said. Right. Of course, so you he know, said that. you know, I would have gave you that. Hook up and, anyway. And yeah, he that's I exactly what my he best. said. I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to do it. And you know what's so crazy? Like, my first illustrator actually had published a children's book before, so I just knew, like, oh yeah, she she get it, but yeah. didn't get it. Shout out to Philbert uh, yeah. for the illustration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. And, and the who publisher. The publisher? Yeah. Who, who is the, the publisher on this? Um, it's called Mind Matters. Okay. It's black owned and operated to uh, awesome dope women out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, great. That's great. That's Sounds awesome. Dope. I'm glad that you so, chose to go that route. Yes. So the yeah. book officially dropped when and it's been what like a it's been a top few weeks. Okay, almost it's, like the top. Of yeah, it's been. I think it was like week? the second week in January. January. Thank right. you. I should know that date. Yeah, you but should. I don't. You should. But yeah. um, that's, that's the day your baby was born. Yeah, right. that's your right. birthday. Like your baby is Sheesh. only like you know how women always say like they keep it out to like it's eighteen weeks, it's it's twenty seven weeks. Yeah, he'd be like, uh, uh, he'd be like, three. Uh, say the months. <laughs> say the months. Or my my baby is forty eight months old. Like right. no, your baby is five. Right. Right. <laughs> Four and a half going on five. Baby. Surely doing her well, baby. What's going on? My baby is about three weeks old. Good. Okay, about, yeah. <laughs> approximately, yep. approximately three weeks mm -hmm. old. Word. But it has been so much success around the book I'm really excited that people are seeing the value in explaining science to young people Absolutely. but also like um the diversity that this that's in this book mm -hmm. and you're right about the colors so this is a picture book and so um the age group and I always say it's primary education mm -hmm. right so up until fifth grade right mm -hmm. like from pre-k to fifth grade but I always say from like zero to Absolutely. 10 okay. because research has shown that it is important to read to sure. your child, even when your child is in the womb. In the womb. Yes. Right. Shout out to the pre-K teachers. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> the brain is already starting to develop. So why not give the brain something that is interesting and exciting and important in terms of like critical thinking like yep. that's the beauty about science i always emphasize science is important it's interesting and fun and it's cool but it teaches you how to problem solve yep. that's the beauty of science and you learn how to 
solve problems. You learn how to think critically. And so I recommend even if your child can't read, they get to identify with the concepts through pictures. Yeah. Right. And if they Absolutely. can read, then that's great. They get right. the pictures in the text. Yeah. Now where Is can it, they get the, uh, the book? You can get the book online at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. It has done so well. It's now opened um, to online sales at Walmart as well as Target. And it's available in Canada. Hey. Look at that. International. International. Yes. I'm now international. You win it for yourself and the publisher. So y'all winning all the way. And it has now been sold um, in the U.S., in Sweden, in Ireland, and in Germany. Wow. Oh, she is really a You got it in different languages, too? All that, but you know when it came out. Um. And just a few days ago, I partnered with a school in South Africa, oh, wow. so it's oh. on its way there as well. Yo, okay. try to get that thing in uh, Oprah's uh, book club. Absolutely. Or I mean, people speak are, it now. I, I already Oprah listened to this show. So yeah, Oprah listens to the podcast. I, I didn't already spoke it there. Yes. I, like I have tagged her editor. Yes, on IG. Right. I'm right. not playing no games. That's right. And um, Oprah, you will too. be getting a letter soon. Right. Yes, there yeah. She likes she, she responds. Yes, in your yeah. autograph copy. Yeah. 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 I did have one question though. In the process of writing, yeah, you said it was a six series. Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, how many series is it? Well, it's a. She so said it was a series. I wrote yes. So this is the first book introducing science, but the concept is that eventually these students take on the roles of scientists. Okay, and um, they help. Oh, so they have their own individual. Yeah, book. they mm-hmm. have like their it. own individual. They're like book. Calvin. You see yeah. them growing from uh, from the McDonald's, start yeah. working, yeah. man, yeah. and become the yeah. manager. Yeah, oh, okay, like Calvin. <laughs> okay. At first, I was like, "Who the hell is Calvin?" But then, uh, <laughs> okay, my, I got my it. son and I. We read a, a, a series called like Key Hunters, and it kind of you know just develops basically the same way and to your point when you were talking about just the the age bracket for the um book from zero to ten um you know educators um will tell you that even when your kids can't read and and you put that book in front of them let them put words to the pictures that they see you know just let them turn and say oh well he's doing xyz until they can actually you know absolutely the process of writing a book though like how much paper did you riff up for Stuff that's not in the book that you thought maybe that should have been in the book or, or, or should this not. This is like, been. hey, I, this shouldn't be here. I will be honest and say I wrote this this particular book. I wrote in like fifteen minutes. Oh, you got bars, okay, Jay? Because <laughs> 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 she got more bars. <laughs> I'll be in and out of that thing. Give me the beat. <laughs> oh wow! I was. It was. Again, I was so like, Jeanette, what are you waiting for? Right. Like it, the concept. So it was already in your head. Yeah, so it was I easy. mean, yeah, I, the yeah, concept had been going for so long, so long. Like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And so when I started writing, it was like, I it was in fifteen minutes, and I didn't really, I didn't edit too much. Okay. Mm. When I started writing the other ones and developing the characters into what they would do, what they would be, that right. was a lot of like yeah, going yeah, back and yeah, forth. But I just the concept was like, no. And you know what's so interesting? I wrote this book. I had the pictures and did not have a title. So the book was like coming together. Like I, I saw like a PDF version of it and it still didn't have a, a title. And I did this post on IG like – um about I think it was about 10 years ago. The first time I ever traveled outside of the country was for science. I went to a conference in China. 
And I did this post about it and I was just talking about how like, you know, I'm fortunate that science has been able to take me to so many places and, and understand all these different cultures and all this stuff. And then I was like, yeah, like I always post pictures and I'm like, you know, there's power and diversity and collaborations and people are like, yo, you're the only black person, da, 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 like keep going. And so I was writing like a little post about my experience. And then I wrote in all caps, what I realized is that science is everywhere and science is for everyone. Mm. And I, you know, kept writing and then I hit like, send and I said that's the title of the book like mm. that's what this book is about yep. that's what my life yep. journey has been about and that's what I want like young readers to get yeah, you can't get no yeah. doper than that right yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so when's your autobiography coming out that's what I'm uh, <laughs> not to not know. to push this book to the side but what how as far as a publisher and the author goes you said you have six books uh ready to go how how um Soon do, do they come out? What's the order? Like, how does that work? That's a great question. How long do you strategy. promote? She don't one know. Strategy. Yeah, I'm, you she know. don't know when this one came out. <laughs> don't try to play me like that. I that's said that it's a, approximately three weeks, okay? Right. Well, that's, um, that's also another question that people ask you after you have your baby. They be like, yo, so when you think about having another one? Yeah, yeah. that is true. I I just, let, me, let me enjoy this. <laughs> so I, that's a great question, and I have been thinking about that. And initially I was thinking like, oh, okay, maybe six months later, you know, but no. It's clear that like I'm on to something. I'm gonna ride this out. Yeah, because I was gonna say the same thing. Ride it out meaning like you're gonna it wait longer. Is, yes, yeah. I'm gonna wait yeah. longer yeah. than six months. Yeah. But mm -hmm. also, I have so many different ideas around this now. Um, so I'm working with someone now to develop puzzles, so mm -hmm. the characters get puzzles. Um, I am working to translate this in different languages. Yeah. Um. Because um, now that I see that it's going to different countries and also doing like an interactive um, audio book, book. Yeah. like yeah. an audio book. Mm, yeah. So there's so many ways to kind of like and then even your thing about like an autobiography. A lot of people are like, why? Why don't you have a bio a little bit about yourself on the book? So now I'm like about to do a like different version of the book where like you actually see my picture and a little bit about myself mm. on the back. Yeah. So there's so many different like things that I could do with this book that I am going to do with this book. And again, like it started out with just being on Amazon and it was Barnes and Nobles and it was Walmart and it was Target. And then that's just online. I want to get it into stores, partner mm -hmm. with lo local libraries. Something that I'm doing this month is museums, um, museums. Yeah. Yep. And inner city schools don't have books. No. They don't, you know, they don't have books a lot of times. And so I'm you going have to go to back to Harlem. Like you got to take your book. Look, I, you, you just took the words right yeah, out of my I'm mouth. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No. So yes. I, I'm having a few people adopt schools so that they can, even if you, you know, if you want to buy a book personally, but if you want to just donate to be able to um, buy books in bulk and take them to school. So Harlan elementary definitely is one of them. Um, my school, a school that's right across the street from me. And so next month is a national book month or is it I don't know if it's national I think book we got a book fair coming up at our kids reading school. Month. We do. We need so to yeah and so my goal is to kind of promote that and push that the whole black history month and then by the end of March be able to go to a few schools and give their children books so you know there's just there's so many things that I can do and I think this is so needed that 
the other books that I've written will come when it's time for yeah. them to come. Yeah, go ahead and knock this out. Build the brand. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. you can see um, that, that uh, from 11 to uh, 13 uh, readers as well, a non-picture yeah. book uh, yeah. series yeah. as well. I can see it all. Yeah. You, know, you so. may have to stop this marine biology and just be an <laughs> author. <laughs> Look, you she you nah. she that's her retirement money right there. Right. 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 Oh, because right. I had a I had a little funny joke when uh she was talking about all this expansion that <laughs> was, was that happening. A little funny joke. <laughs> so this, what she was talking about all this uh expansion was happening, the canon and everything like this. I was gonna make the little illustration. She probably uh refreshing her little her little bank account app like yeah every time hear that dude, my coins nonstop <laughs> just, <laughs> just dropping on the table <laughs> hey look i guess the coolest thing is that she's accomplished a lot so far but you just you just getting Scratch, started she's scratching right. yeah. as that's Devin dope. said earlier because she's scratching young. the surface yeah because she's, she's young, young. <laughs> yeah, she, she is young <laughs> we know she's young <laughs> she's young <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know we know her older siblings. Yeah, yeah, she made that right. known. Y'all don't know me. Y'all know my y'all grew up with my older siblings. I'm have young. You, have you have you thought about like more I don't I guess it's been a it's been a thing kinda in the Arthur Arthur world. Um what about a mini book tour? Will will your time and will your kind of schedule? That's why I said she gotta stop this marine biology stuff and just yeah. go on this she national book that. tour. No. Even if it's in, okay. that's, that's her love. Yeah, she can't stop that. It was, right. The book wouldn't meet her. The book meet her without the mo- without it. Like she, you can't. know where your bread is buttered. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep that butter, that bread buttered. <laughs> butter it twice on both sides <laughs> like a grilled cheese. You need to, uh, you need to solicit people to read books for you and read your books in schools because you can't do it. You can't be everywhere, so. but you need to hire people to read your book. See, we you I my know. fellow scientists. Yeah, See, yeah. we vibing mm-hmm. over here. We're gonna know. talk off. We're gonna talk off air. I got some ideas. <laughs> they, go. sign, they science ideas. So, I mean, I think that's a great. That is a great, great idea, and that's happening. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I'm dope. about to launch this thing on. Um, you know, okay. I'm. I know. I keep talking about Instagram, but I just got on there, y'all. Mm. Like I, really? I saw she only had like yeah, she only had a couple of, posts. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> nope. Um. But I just I got on there like last spring and I, w- I, I, I guess I wanted to just be transparent about my journey. And so I, you know, I show it's all about me being a marine microbiologist. Mm-hmm. And I think what's interesting is like sometimes people like I'm going live now. So people ask me questions, all types of stuff. But it's like people have this idea of what you should look like, what you should be like, what you work on if you're in this field. And I was like, I really just want people to know that you get to be authentic with whatever you right. do. Yeah. And so I decided to be transparent and share my journey. But it's been wonderful because I've been using that as a platform to really push this book and the reception and like the the positive feedback I mean I met so many women with like PhDs black women with PhDs and like the hashtags that we use we follow each other we support each other we buy each other's books we post about it and so now that I'm on IG like people constantly tag me and stuff and so or just send me pictures so I'm about to do this thing uh um Monday every Monday I'm gonna do like uh picture mail Mondays and I just have so many pictures of people sending it to me, including someone in a classroom reading my book oh, wow. uh, to kids. There and 
just a quick story about that. I went, I went live on the Monday after Kobe passed and I was so like heartbroken. And I mean, I know people are heartbroken about it, but I was kind of shocked at the level of sadness I had. Like, I mean, yeah. And I was like, I mean, I know that like, you know, I'm a a sympathetic person. Like I know it was tragic and all of that exactly impact. And I said for 2020, my word was going to be impact. And I was in the middle of having like a moment about Kobe and I'm crying. And literally someone sends me a picture of a teacher reading my book to a classroom Mm. in that same moment. And it's kind of like, I know this sounds weird, but it's like Kobe gave me a little pep talk. Like, yeah, like this, you have impact it like, and that's, and that's why I was so sad. I was like, I never met Kobe, but I feel so connected to him because of his impact. And I was thinking like these kids get to, uh, I get to feel connected to other kids around the world because of this book. Um, so yeah, I'm, this is my baby y'all. Like I'm, I'm and like he impacted you. Somebody's reading your reading your book right. to kids yes and it's only like it literally just, just takes one yeah it like just you're takes that one vessel to be down to these kids yeah. he was that he was in that exactly. same vein he was that vessel that's probably why somebody told you that you need to put your face in your book because that gives because if even though they're getting the um the story right but if they don't know what you look like then that it's takes kinda away like, right kinda, that takes away hope and adds more like you said impact right adds more to see your face um, to see that you're a, a young to someone that right. says black woman, you know, right. I, can, and I can, can be the president, right. or I can be, right. I can be that. I can be that, right? Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. not a book in, in the fairy tale. It's right. like, oh, she's done it. So right. I mean, it does, it does definitely yeah. help. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. All right, all right. So uh, we've been sipping on this. Uh, oh, it's my turn. Second. Uh, Beverage. Beverage. <laughs> we can't even call it a beer. I know. Huh? We can't. This is a non-beer uh, podcast. <laughs> podcast. <today. laughs> uh, so, yo, tell us a little bit about it. So, what I have over here with Dr. Davis is killing. Um, <laughs> uh, enjoying. Enjoying. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying exactly. <laughs> is the, uh, the Winbrid Cider. Honey Lavender Hard Cider. And this comes from out of uh, Dallas. Dallas Town, PA. Oh. And this has um, aromas. I mean, it, this is an aromic uh, uh, honey cider with a soft hint of raspberries and uh, some lavender spring, which mm, it just tastes sweet to me. So I, I don't, I guess it does taste kind of, with. you can't taste the lavender in it. You can smell it a lot. And the uh, berries, you can, the raspberries, the you can smell it. Yeah, the raspberries, the you, can, burst. you can pretty much taste too. The burst. Yeah, you can taste the berries. But on the, uh, when I looked on the website and also on uh, Untapped, wasn't much information on it. That's because this shit fresh, baby. Everything, mm. yeah, everything that's uh, <laughs> on the can is the only thing that you find online. It, it just <laughs> dropped the January 13th. January 13th. 2020. 2020. Yeah, so this is fresh. But um, it's a good cider. Um, it's not a beer, so this is very uh, light for us. That gateway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much that all ain't I no have Michelob. to say about it. It's good. That, that ain't no Michelob Ultra. Mm-hmm. That ain't no Coors Light. Miss Davis and Doctor mm-hmm. Davis likes it, so that's yes. a yeah. We found one. Yeah, okay. we found one. Unanimous. Yeah, yeah. 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 I enjoyed it. You can taste the honey. Taste the yeah. The lavender. You can definitely smell, smell, smell the honey too. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Wind Ridge. Uh, they got the flavors right, right there, oh. right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dr. Davis, you like this one, huh? 
I do like this one. It's refreshing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. That was springtime. Yeah, springtime or summer day. Summer, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it being obviously your first time, I'm not sure um, how many episodes, but we have, uh, you know, a rating. And the rating, as you keep hearing us say, is to pass me another as a a top. Um, We typically don't have a lot of keep it in the cooler. That's our our worst rating, but it does happen. Or it may be said by one of us but it might not be unanimous and then kind of um i'll have just one it's kind of that bearded hey you know i'll eat i'll just i'll just try this one time you know but it's a uh, it's, it's it's unique to our podcast yes yeah so pass me another pass me another <laughs> so just go. getting you into the ritual with a big old um, smile on their face <laughs> how we rate the beers all right. Uh, anything else about the uh, about the book? Science is everywhere. Science is for everyone. Or the uh, Woodridge Cider. Yeah. I'm putting together a book tour, and I have to figure out like how to add Delaware, of course. Yeah, there's the logistics of it all. Yeah, because okay. I've I've I'm doing a few. Like I have some um, set up for this spring um, in Baltimore. I'm doing one in California. Oh. Um, and of course, DC. There's a few. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and yesterday was actually like I was being honored, and I happened to have some books. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh yeah, That's absolutely. A I'm gonna do. A double yeah, right I'm, there. A, I'm gonna bring my books, but it it technically wasn't like a part of the book tour, but right. it it was awesome because it actually is the first like book signing yeah. that I've done. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so so it was perfect to do it here and be the first one. So I'll I'll keep you guys posted on the uh, logistics. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll be there. So I started it here, maybe I'll end it here too. There you, there you go. go. You See, go. that's what I'm there talking about. Any more questions on uh, the book or the uh, no. cider? On February the fourth, uh, nineteen eighty six, Sojourner Truth got a stamp from the USPS. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> That's that groove right there, boy. Rock it out. Hey. Was no, no, no. She did it on her uh, uh, teeny desk, John. Oh, oh, tiny oh, desk, oh, tiny desk. Yeah, what did I say? Teeny, teeny desk. desk. <laughs> <laughs> teeny teeny tiny tidies. Desk. Uh-huh. It's still small. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that desk still still little. <laughs> all right, bro. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't lose it, brother. You know what time it is? It's time you know for what time it is. Pop it, pop it, pop. Tops. Pop. Pop that, that doodle brown. Popular brow. topics of the week. <laughs> what? I ain't had no echo. <laughs> what we want to start with? Political or? Um, we actually starting with the, Are we doing political um, the tragedy. Today? The tragedy um, that happened in Calabasas last uh, Sunday uh, where nine people were killed, including uh, Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant. But there were also seven other victims. Uh we definitely want to um, 
remember, which was uh, John Atabella, Carrie Atabella, Lisa Atabella, mm. Christina Maurer, Mauser, er, oh no, the pilot era, Z- Zobayan. I'm not sure how he sounds close enough. And um, Sarah Chester, Chester. and uh, Peyton Chester as well. Um, so rest in peace to everyone uh, and all the families that were affected. Um, Right, because uh, it, it was it was crazy. It, was crazy. It, it hit hit different um, than like some people say it hit different than when like when Michael Jackson passed uh, when they found out that Kobe Kobe died. Um, and it's and it's still uh, they were just I mean and I think it was an article I think I, I, I from the um, the root um, that people were talking about. This is like the first time they've seen like black men like put down their put down their armor, I guess, right. yeah. and uh, they Shaq cry tear. openly. Uh, you've seen Shaq on, on television uh, uh, crying openly. Um, so they were saying, like, we should allow black men uh, to grieve because, uh, I mean, you may not see it a, a lot again, but this is a time that you remember that uh, black men are, are human as well, and us, four of us uh, being black men, um, walking out in the street, you got to have some ter- type of armor because, you know, uh, <laughs> folks expect the expect a lot of times, expect the worst of you. Um, mm-hmm. A rest in peace to all the people who were lost, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, prayers for the family. I, I think. Yeah. I think for me, it reson it resonated um, on a couple different levels. Um, I my Kobe story um, was I had an opportunity to um, see him play against my um, brother that's two years older than me. Uh, uh, Marion Marion played Chester High in ninety four and ninety. I'm sorry, ninety five and ninety six, and one year. They they beat Chester High and Chester High beat them. Uh, the other year, um, it, it went on for a championship. So that was kind of my introduction to Kobe. But you know, after he had retired, um, and you and you saw that you know his life was so young, and the fact that my connection, like you said, Rob, when you saw you know that 1978 to, to 2020, you know, flash on the screen, my son asked me that question of like. Dad, everybody's talking about this guy, Kobe Bryant. Like, like not just what happened, but they were like, he was like, it's on the TV, it's on the radio, right. and things like that. And I said, Aiden, he and I were the same age. And, and my son even had that silent moment of like, oh, like that. And to see all the pictures of him holding his, his daughter who mm-hmm. was young and see her through those years is like, I literally got off the road that same day traveling with the uh, gymnastics uh, competition travels with my daughter, mm. you know, yeah. came, came home and literally sat on the couch and you, you had sent the, um, the article and all I could do is just hug my daughter just because, you know, everybody has that, you know, had a connection in some way. Yeah. And that's what him. I was saying. Cause remember I posted that picture of me and Kalia on my own page and I was talking about how we all had daughters and I'm like, I think it hit different because, we, he was our, around our age mm-hmm. and had a daughter that died with him. And it's like, yo, that's tough. I couldn't even imagine. Because like, uh, you can, I mean, I can't even imagine, but it's like the helplessness. Like, right, yeah. Like he must have yeah. Or it's his, like I'm supposed to be able to save my baby. Like, And moments. it's like he couldn't do anything. Yeah, and his, daughter was, was, his daughter, daughter was the, the same, same age as mine. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, and it's like, wow. Like, and there was a, the, when the report came out, they also said that, they could see he was holding oh, his daughter. Yeah, and I was oh, like, oh, man. That's that's good to know because yeah. I, I was thinking that he wasn't. Nah, because, he you was. know, like it's like a it's like a SUV, you know what I mean? Like you think about it like when you go on SUV, you're the soccer mom or soccer dad, all the 
the teammates are in, in the, the back, back seat yeah. together or yeah. the parents are in the front together. Yeah. So I just assumed that he that's was like the with the parents talking yeah. to the parents and they were in the back talking with the girls right. and yeah. they were looking at each other for comfort on the end. But to know that they were all yeah, yeah. close together. Yeah. How do we know this? Yeah, well, because they, I guess because if you looked at like the, the footage uh, when they went to the site and they put like these uh, white things over all the bodies where all the bodies were sitting at, there's, it was only seven bodies yep. that they put them over. And so that meant that two of them was together. And I guess they figured out that, that it was those two. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. they, they also interviewed um, Kobe's. Um, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's how we know? Because we don't know for sure then. Well, that's what the report says. Because yeah. there was a lot of parents with their kids on that, on but that we helicopter that they could have been But I don't, I mean, I don't know exactly if that's DNA. the only reason. I'm pretty okay. sure they got uh, they knew okay. who Kobe and yeah, Gigi was. Based so. on but DNA. If, if it exploded, how do we know without dental but it, records? But no, nah, they didn't like well, disintegrate. Yeah. It's, their DNA bodies is still. a stable thing. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know that. So, science, science. Yeah. I know that. So, I mean, what I'm saying is, there would be enough evidence for the time that it happened to right. turn around DNA that quickly. It, it I'm sure it didn't degrade. To say degrade. like where people yeah. were sitting yeah. and everything like that. Right. Wow. And, okay. and I, I saw something where they were saying like him and his wife made a thing where they never fly together. And yeah. The, My cousin and her husband, they did it all the way up until their, yeah. uh, their oldest, went, no, their youngest went to college. Yeah, I right. get it. I, so get, I, I guess I that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, because I mean, the, yeah. the whole Instead parish. of losing both parents. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think one of the reasons it kind of affected a huge amount of people because it's like ways that affect you in terms of um son and uh uh husband husband right. um laws a son uh then you have the father and daughter aspect as well and then you have the he was just your same age mm-hmm. and then uh, um, um, and also if he was a lot of People, this generation's superhero, Michael, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. People that are in the league right now were right. kids and that actually started Absolutely. playing right. like yeah. Embiid and all them were like, he's the reason why I play. Yeah, yeah. I think they were saying mm-hmm. James Harden, Harden and, um, like and Westbrook second were in second grade. grade. Yeah. Right. So that that is their Michael Jordan. Yeah, right. it is so their Michael Jordan. It's uh, crazy. And then you could start seeing some of the, uh, some of the curtain um, come down from his personality because in when he was playing basketball, it was like kill, 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 kill. Right, right. right. Um, but when you now you went when he went on television, talked uh, mostly at times it was about his uh, his daughter's his family. Yeah. Um, and he always promoted like women's sports. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I remember yeah. someone time some uh, interviewer was like, "You don't have any sons. Like Nobody's carry on your carry legacy." On your leg- yeah. He was like, "Whoa, whoa." He she right his, here going. Right. She gonna kill it. I think he like said she, his daughter even said like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, "I got this. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. Like, I got yeah. this." But it's just like. They, one day somebody asked him, like, do you think there are any women that could be in the WNBA? I mean, in the NBA. And he was like, yes. And, like, maybe they can't. But at the same time, when Kobe Bryant says it, that young black girl, that yeah. young girl that has the ball in her hand, that boys are like, you can't play with us and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. It's like, nah, if I can't play with y'all, but Kobe said I can play with him, who the fuck right. are y'all? Yeah. Right, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I, I got next. Right. You know what next. I'm saying? So it's right. just like he always promoting uh, women's sports and – always promoting his daughters. It was just a, a beautiful thing. Like, it was good to see him as a father. I know me personally, my personal experience, I hated Kobe growing up right. because he was a Laker. I was a Sixers fan, and the right. Sixers <laughs> did the Lakers when I was in my early 20s. The Sixers uh, got one game. We got one game. Right. Uh, but they. Uh, <laughs> but I remember Kobe being from the Philadelphia area. They interviewed him before the series, and they're like, what do you think about the Philly fans? You used to be a Sixers fan. And he was like, oh, I'm, 
we're going to take their heart out. We're going to stop. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you could just say, I want to win. You like, you ain't have to, but yeah, mentality, like though. the mama mentality is like, I yeah. don't care. Like what, for what I have to do. Right. Yeah. Somebody, these guys job. ain't going to yeah. like it. Yeah. They, they not right. going to like it. And it was just like so blunt and blatant. And it's like, I'm 21. Right. Like, like, I can't right, right. like Alan. Alan, go get it. Right, and no, he didn't. But, but that one game, but, like you said, that yeah, one game. Yeah, I was there. I, I was in my mind. I was. I was like, I'll never forget that. We won also the championship. So beautiful about yep. him, even though he was like, and this was said before, he was so competitive, but. His ability to just connect with players yes. outside of yep, the game. Yep, yep. And even with like the Sixers, I remember I watched a Kobe interview and they said, you know, name the top five players that like always gave you trouble. In that list was Allen Iverson. Yeah, yeah. And he talked about how he was so small but so fast mm-hmm. and like you just could never right. see him coming. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. I I, I think to be reckoned with. I think that is I think that's so beautiful how he could Go into a game, be competitive, and say, this is my goal. Yeah. This is what I'm going after. But at the end of the day, you're a human being. Right. Right? right. And I can still respect you as a yep. man. I yep. can respect mm-hmm. you as a competitor. I can ex- respect you as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. You could, yeah. Be, you could be an assassin on the court. Yes. But you got to be a gentleman off. And I think Absolutely. That, yeah, I think yeah. definitely think yeah. he, he showed that. Right. And, that's, yeah. and that's, I think that's a big, a cool thing about that you also learned that it, w- it was – more of a persona on the court and not really off the court right. because right. he had a lot of different um, relationships with a lot of the players. Yeah. Uh, Even like that last it. IG post when he's just congratulating LeBron. Yeah. From yeah. Yeah. It's just right. like the Kobe that I grew up with didn't want it all Because you see, you, you know see him I mean? on the court and yeah. be like, Kobe's a dick. Yeah. You know, and then the, he's like the first dude to yeah, congratulate. Yeah. Like I, he, he had the thing already. Yeah. He was just like, I yeah. can't wait to hit sin. <laughs> just hurry up and do it so I can hit sin. I can't wait to congratulate you. And just like, dude, like, really? Like, yes, right. really. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that he got number two yeah. or yes. number three. Right. Yeah. Right. But just he always been that way. And like hearing other, like you said, the younger players, like they're telling stories about like, yeah, I made it to the league or I was a freshman mm-hmm. in college. And Kobe texted me. Yeah, like, right. yo, you're going to be good. Just keep on working. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the league now. Right. Like, I can't right. let him right. down. Like, he said, right. I'm going. No yeah. stopping me. The, yeah. big, the biggest thing I, I think you can definitely, a lesson to learn is, is, I mean, people say it all the time, but give folks their flowers yes. while they're here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but also just make sure you tell people you they, you love them every day. If you haven't talked to them in a while, make, I love give them you a call guys. and let love them you. know love you too, uh, love you all. that you are uh, I still, I still love you. I still and, love uh, you. And cherish. So once again, shout out to the, the victims, um, all of them, all nine families that were affected. Right. Um, and one, one last thing, like we, we're all affected and we all have grieved and are hurt about it, but it's no grieving and pain like what his wife and his oh, his parents right. and, and his other kids, his kids are, yeah. are feeling like not only did they lose their their dad, but they lost their big sister. Right, and they'll never like the baby. She's right. never going to know her big sister right. or her daddy. Right, like and she. Mm-hmm. So let's always carry on the memory and and honor anybody who's passed away in your life. Sure. Honor honor the good things. Always honor and remember the good times with, that you had with them, and pass that on to the people that didn't get to know them. Right, true. That's what's up. Um, what else is going on on um, Pop Tops? Pop Tops. So Pop Tops. A, a, a lighter subject, your boy Billy Eilish. No, I'm just That's <laughs> my boy out there. He was killing them. I know. It's, uh, Killed uh, all of them awards. The young lady, Billy Eilish, yes. uh, in the Grammys was last She was Sunday. amazing. She um, did her thing. She swept all the major awards. Everything um, she was nominated for. Did she win everything she was nominated for? She did for? a she, good. She, man, that was crazy. Her performance. She snapped, yo. Um, she. Uh, she's a talented. I mean, it's she a somber great. music, but yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. Is uh, she's I mean, a talented young lady. And uh, like she's only listening, 18. To, listening to some of her music, it's necessary though. 
Right. Like a lot of it is necessary. Right. But <laughs> that's yeah, what did, what did uh, the composer yeah, like the say? Uh, we talk about Billy, right? Uh-huh. Okay. That's our brother, ain't it? Yeah, yeah that's our brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, our brother. Uh, that's crazy, he, too. What did he, what did he say <laughs> at the, be up, the tail end of one of the interviews? Banging on the table and He singing. said something like he said when we uh, we set out to accomplish or to, you know, to do the album, it was basically the theme was, you know, about depression and suicide, and suicide, suicide or yeah. something like that. I was like, Oh, okay. Like that was my look. Well, sometimes my face. people be feeling that, man. Right. right. Hey. People and need then to get out of that I mean, situation. You, yeah. Sometimes you got to talk it out. Yeah. Like, ain't that the whole point? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it could be therapy. So, yeah, right. it's, it's sure. definitely yeah. therapy. Some of your yeah. hardest moments. Right. Man. The reason that so I didn't um, she identified with so many people because they're it's thinking so the same way. Right. right. And like, what she was really speaking. And that's what music does. It kind of tries to That's how Adele. That's how Adele popped. Yeah. You know. That's how a lot of people pop. If you get if it's somebody that can relate to it, relate to them, then they normally. They normally pop, uh-huh. like, but if it's some bullshit, it's really just tough yeah, to listen that's why, to. That's why Confessions is still Usher's uh, top selling album. <laughs> <laughs> but look how many years ago that was. Speaking, Speaking of Usher. Speaking of Usher. His <laughs> top selling uh, album. Confessions was. One thing about the awards, though, and I'm glad I, I was listening to the radio the other day, and they played an interview by um by um Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. saying that he shouldn't have won the best rap album because – Oh, that album wasn't rap at all. Right. That, that is wasn't. true. Oh, when Khaled won? Nah, oh, when oh, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler the Creator won. His that's, album was not rap, rap at all. Oh, right. And it's like he was, in his interview, he was like, yo, I, okay, thank you for the award. But it was a lot of rap albums that should have won that award. Yeah, like what, who and puts he, them in the category? Like, But he, that's what he said. He was like, yo, just because. He should be able to submit it. He said just because of a black guy. Right, right. They threw me in the rap category. Because the boy, what's the boy, Billy Ray Cyrus's young boy, Country Road boy. Yeah, like he's not a rapper. Like he a little bit, but that's that's a country song. Like that, he may be a rapper, but that particular song is country as hell. Yeah, that Beyonce song was country as hell. They not giving no like. Let me submit it. Let the artist submit to the genre of music that he wants. Because even Neo did like a pop song one day, and it got nominated for some R and B shit. She's like, no, that's a pop album. That's a pop album all day. Drake said the same thing about what was it? Cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that won a Grammy for like best rap song, and he was like, yeah, "But like, I was singing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sung the whole, I sung the whole, the whole thing because they, they, they identify him as a rap, a rap artist. Yeah. And right. yeah. But he should box. be able. To, they should that's be able the to box submit. That they have basically they put, put him. Yeah, who, who, is, who is this Academy? I need to talk. to Oh, him. we heard they had some uh, drama. The lady said it's all fixed, it's so all she got fired or whatever. She resigned. The president of the Academy. Speaking of, what's the boy name you just mentioned? Neo, nah, Neo. Oh. He had put a joint out saying that it was rigged and it was fixed. Right. Yeah. So I, I, it probably is. If well, it's the latest artist sitting right in the in the, yeah. uh, in the meeting when they uh, make the decisions. And uh, see, that's uh, stupid. That doesn't seem biased. Don't at all. invite. Don't invite. If I was an artist, don't invite me to the Grammys. Right. You know, I just make yeah, it on my own. Go give me my hearsay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> give me my little shout out to uh, Lizzo. She did one yeah, best yeah. pop yeah. girl Lizzo. solo performance. Uh, little Nas X did one. Best pop duo group with uh, Old Town Road with uh with Billy Ray. What about Nas coming out with um with Billy Ray with Lil Nas X? Oh, oh right. Nas X, yeah, hey, I think that's why that's they what did. They said. It's an actual song, though. I right, heard but I think that's the why they came together. But Big Nas and Lil Nas, I'm like, uh, not working for me. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I, I didn't mind, I mind it because that Nas is Nas Lane, Big Nas. Ain't the same lane that Lil Nas is. You could just say Nas. 
We know we, who that yeah, is. We get it. We yeah. get it. So really, you don't gotta say one. Big Nas. Yeah, just say Nas. Little Nas, Nas, Nas X. Little Nas X is that. It's Little Nas. No. That's what he said. Well, you go about what Nas said. No, 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 Nas. Nas said Big Nas and Little Nas. I'm gonna tell you what your name is, Nas. Your name is Nas. And he is Nazir. One and only. One and only. He like, hey, I'm, I'm just. Yeah, I wasn't doing shit. He probably was like, I wasn't doing shit anyway. Oh, yeah. You want me to get on it? Good for him for embracing the young. Uh, the young. Said, Who are you again? <laughs> right. You name you name other me? Oh, right. cool, 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 cool. Shout sure, out to sure, all sure, the sure. people who still uh, care about the Grammys. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is going on? Pop tops. It is uh, Super Bowl weekend. Yes. Um, the Who Chiefs. you got? Who you got? By the time we come out with the Chiefs, yeah, with the Chiefs. Yeah, I know because big red all day, baby. Big red all day. Andy Reid. No, it's not because of Andy Reid. Oh. I don't. I don't care. I got. Okay. I got money on it. Oh, well, you, you got money on who? I got money on both, but I win more if the Chiefs win. <laughs> okay, you put yeah. more on the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> you don't want the Chiefs to win. <laughs> so it does matter. No, I got better. I got better odds. I got better odds. <laughs> who, who you went to win? Uh, <laughs> she like whatever Sean team plays. Is football, a football game going on today? Who, who, who I really a party. want to win is probably between what Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's gonna yeah. be a battle right there. That's that gonna is, be a battle. That's, that's definitely gonna be a battle. Yeah. Shout out to the halftime go show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Alex Rodriguez. I'm gonna go with the Niners. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Shakira though. Boy, that's right. <laughs> hips don't lie. Shakira, yeah, yeah hips, hips don't, don't lie. lie. Yeah, I, I do know. love Shakira, but J but J Lo got J Lo got an extensive nah, like yeah, hit do. list. Like she can she go on and on still. and on. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, Rich got to talk to to Nick. Nick Bosa is uh, is problematic. <laughs> Who? Nick Bosa. Who that? That's the racist dude yeah. that got picked last year. He's oh, a rookie. Oh, Richard Sherman yeah, need to go yeah. have a chit chat with the brother. He said he like, talked you know. to him. Oh, no, no, talk he talked to, to the guy. He talked to the. He, what did he say? Something, something crazy? Something recently. He, I think what? he was uh, commenting on a um, like a private Instagram account that was problematic material that was. Uh, Come on, dude. Like, really? Just, just stop, yeah. man. Yeah, he's uh, something. <laughs> something, something, you, can't, you can't work with 65 65% of your your coworkers can't be black and you be racist. That's mm. tough, man. So, in other pop tops, anybody listen to the um LA Nakers? Oh yeah. Mm, What's happening? The LA Nakers. Yeah. The LA Nakers. Explain. Go ahead. Oh, uh, the, the lady Shoot. who um, Oh, you can explain. The news reporter. So the news reporter yeah. Oh, the reporter. oh, the Nakers. Yeah. The Nakers, not the LA Nakers. Oh, I thought that's what I heard. She that, said Nakers? She clearly man, said she Nakers. Said, right. Yeah, I was about to say you. Yeah. I was like, what happened? I heard, I heard that story. Between Nakers it, it, and... No, 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 no. It's like nothing it. about a Nake. Unless there was a voiceover, I heard it. Right. Like, if that that's if that was she, a lady, so that was a lady. she got fired, right? Is, or no. I know she was on leave. No, she was, yeah. Or did she Last time I heard she was on leave, I don't know if she got fired. Hold on, she's claiming that she said Nakers? Nakers. Because she mixed up the Knicks and the Lakers. The Knicks wasn't playing no games. The Knicks had nothing to do with the this Lakers situation whatsoever. The Lakers wasn't playing no goddamn games. <laughs> and Kobe Bryant been in the Lakers for 20 years. Yes, right. No way. Right. You're going to say the Knicks. He's been in the Lakers since 1996. He's been in the Lakers for 25 yeah. years. Why was she thinking about the Knicks? That's what I want to know. <laughs> she but wasn't. I know what she was thinking she about. She was about all these about niggers. Right. Niggers. <laughs> right. All these niggers outside the Staples right. Center scaring yes. her to death. <laughs> God right. damn it! Right, I said, see what happens when you think shit and it comes out your mouth. Oh, man, you burn, you burn. Take a, take a beat before you speak. She probably didn't even want to cover the story. No, right. she knew she had, had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must have been a good guy out there with the L.A. Knickers. I think it broke on her show. Yeah, and look, man, there's some white people on that team. 
Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> you just disrespecting the white folks that's on the team? It ain't all a bunch of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's not, like, it's not like Bob Johnson owned the uh, Lakers. It's a white guy. It's a white woman who owned the Lakers. <laughs> she would call them the L.A. nigger lovers. <laughs> Jesus. That's an L.A. nigger. That's it. When I listened to that, I was like, it's clear. Yo, when y'all said the Nakers, I had no idea what yeah, y'all talking because about. because like, that's what she tried to I, say. No. That, I'm, that glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't hear yeah, that until that, yeah. that was the cleanup. That was the cleanup, right? I said Nakers. Trash. Trash. Going, trash. Pop Top. Shout out to... Uh, Russell, Will, uh, Russell Wilson was dropping another one on Sierra. Yeah. That's just as bad. Hey, well, hey, you had to go somewhere. Russell and Sierra are pregnant, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the choice. They're going to have another baby. I like how they be like, Sierra, Sierra is expecting her third child. <laughs> like, why don't you just say Sierra yeah. Russell Wilson have a baby? Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? Why are you trying to make that a baby mama? <laughs> right. so yes, they, are, they are married. They they doing their thing. Yeah. 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 yeah shout out to yeah. Sierra. Shout outs to shout out Russell Wilson. Too, man. Man, shout, shout out to the future, man. Shout out to the whole triangle. Shout out to that whole triangle of future, love. That's future making a comeback too now. <laughs> and only got Lori Harvey. Is she in jail yet? Lori man, Harvey going to jail for that old car, John. Car. No, that, that thing over. Yeah, so that's, that's what they swept down on the Steve said, uh, uh, we, we surveyed 100 people in. You're not good. <laughs> <laughs> Popeyes. <laughs> Chicken. <Yeah. laughs> she, she, like, she like left the scene. She just, she, she just yeah, she walked she away. The Leaving the, left the car there and everything. Damn. It's a hit and walk. Yeah, but he about to win because he about to have the album for Drake. Yeah, yeah, it, that, it's, a, it's just Life really good. good, man. They all the triangle. Yo, it's a, a triangle of of just love. That's is great. Drake that good though? That he just has to be because you know, Sickle Mode was the same situation. Even <laughs> like these are two separate songs. It is, and y'all niggas just throw Drake on there. Like this is probably a whole Drake song at one point, and then you were like, "Yo, bro, I know you ain't gonna put that out. So just let me get that first verse that you got on there. I'm gonna put it on my album. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on my song. Yeah, and go into my actual when you listen song. To it, they ain't talking about nothing. Nothing, no, nothing together. Because I'd be like, "Yo, this 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 uh, first part. Is, but what the fuck future talking about? Yeah. <laughs> All I know is whoa." <laughs> He, tell, he got like good. Taliban. He said, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about, bro? I don't know. Well, I think that's typical future. It is, but. Like, he just. Yeah, I see he went back to talking about he on serve Percocet, and right Percocets yeah. and shit. Yeah, I guess that exactly. didn't work for him when he said he wasn't. Mm. Yeah, he was Damn. joking. Surprise. I was lying. He said I was lying. I was on Percocet when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Pop tops. Uh, Antonio Brown had agreed to fight uh, Logan Paul. What? Uh, and he did apologize to the police department for his actions. He's wilding. He, he yeah, like counseling. what the hell? Yeah, de- definitely. He need to get some. Right. And I hope he does. He does. He, he needs some. He needs some. So prayers out there. Or a hug. Uh, Maybe that nigga just need a hug. Sometimes niggas just need Sometimes hugs, man. Hugs help. Right. It helps. They yeah, do. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we are affectionate beings. Yeah. Absolutely. Hugs help. He ain't been hugged. Right. What else is going on? Pop top some. Um, the coronavirus, not to be confru- confused with the Corona beer. Is, uh, <laughs> this is a beer podcast. Uh, yeah. Right. Not to be confused <laughs> with it. It is um, on the way. I think it's, it's, on, it's on the way. Well, it's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's on what? Whoa. Whoa. 
<laughs> it's on the way. Yeah. The, coming to a doorstep. Yeah. yeah, it's on the way. Just get, get ready, guys, because it's coming. Yeah, get your, your lights on ready, baby. Spray up. Right. Get your lights on ready. Spray it on your tongue. Spray that. I think the, the first confirmed case was um a, uh, a wife gave um gave it to her husband. In Chicago, I believe. I think it's the first. I thought the first one in America was in Washington State. It doesn't matter. But I think I actually I confirmed. In Philadelphia, but oh. I thought I heard well, something. They, none in, of them have been confirmed. It's just the one that was Outbreak. transferred. Oh no, it was uh, from person to person. That was the, that's what happened in Chicago. The person to person was her okay. husband. Mm. Uh, the wife gave okay. it to her. But just husband. just for the record, uh, the flu this year has killed eighty two hundred people. That's, that's oh, yeah. So I was about to let's say. Uh, let's be. Let's concentrate yeah, yeah. on what's real out here. Yes. Well, I mean, they right, but if you try to make a stereo, you want to make sure that you. Protect yourself as much as possible. Stay sprayed up, baby. Stay sprayed up. Do you have any uh, expert opinion on this, Dr. Davis? Um, She's like, nah, them are viruses. I don't fuck with virus. (laughs) (laughs) Bacteria is my specialty. (laughs) I micro um, on bacteria. Actually, um, (laughs) so no, I'm not an expert on viruses. I will say I am not. But I will say that viruses are, they serve a purpose. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes we think about viruses as like something that kills people or living things right but the great thing about viruses is that i know don't get weird about this okay don't get don't be afraid (laughs) she's only talking to one person (laughs) 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 so viruses um so I say a, first, I'm young. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, so I, am, I am a black woman. Let me give you the young approach. The great, yeah, let me give you the young approach. The great thing about viruses, so as a microbiologist, there's a debate in the field if viruses should be categorized as a microbe. But mm-hmm. the, the thing is, they're technically not living because huh. all living things have DNA. That's what makes us living things, right? Mm-hmm. And we use DNA and we make more and more DNA to survive. Viruses do something really interesting in that they don't have their own DNA. They actually use the DNA of a host, which makes it a virus. But viruses are great because when, when they live on a host, they don't necessarily have to be fatal. That's that's yeah. Most viruses are not fatal. Right. so Because they want to keep being viruses. Yeah, they yeah. want to survive. Yeah. But the, the great thing about it is they can swap DNA in and out of host, which over time leads to genetic diversity. So viruses are a cool way of us becoming genetically different, right? Without so actually mating. With, yeah, that's, that's like their way, right, of like swapping DNA in and out of different hosts. And viruses have two phases, a lytic phase and a lysogenic phase, right? So there's one phase where viruses are dormant. So um, sometimes you might hear when people say like, oh, you may have HIV virus, but it's not detectable. And then people say, well, then you're cured. No, that's, there's no cures for AIDS. But viruses naturally have Magic a state. Johnson. Exactly. He's not cured. There's no mm. cure you for, for, <laughs> yeah. for HIV so you AIDS. Think. <laughs> but because na- because viruses naturally have this phase where they're not um, replicating using other people's DNA, they're actually dormant, they're not doing anything, then that's a, fa- that's a natural phase of virus. And if you're giving someone a good doses of something that keeps the virus down, then you can't detect it. It's undetectable. Mm-hmm. But then it also has a phase where it's swapping DNA in and out and it's replicating, it's, it's growing, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's moving throughout. But again, that's, that's, my, that's what I do know about viruses, viruses. and viruses are not 
that bad. Like, sounds like you know a lot about so, viruses. Yeah. So, put, yeah. so science what dropped. <laughs> dropping science. I, I'm so not I a viral know much, expert. But, okay. but I'm I do not know a viral you know. expert, though. So, I'm not. I don't but know much, I always, but I do I know always this. tell people, like, viruses have its place. I know this sounds very Lion King-ish, but in the circle of yeah. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They play a role. Like, it, it, if we didn't have viruses, we would... It, there would yeah. be a lot of different things going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yes. That, we we could say yeah. it that way. Yeah. But, I, you know. But yeah. but yeah, viruses are they're here to create genetic diversity. Not all of them are fatal, and even the ones that are fatal, like it's it's a means of it controls populations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and mother look, mother nature mother nature. Exactly, winning, we're we're y'all. we're not um, excluded. No, from control and she be trying to get she be trying to get <laughs> So, Doctor Davis, Doctor Davis, this was great. Yeah, when can so you come back? Put her back on the counter. We'll we got more on. questions. I'm gonna just be bothering her. Just I'm gonna go in her live. Oh yeah, I might have been there. I'm DMing her all the time. We pushing the limit over here. Yeah, we definitely we built we beat that. Science is so fun. It is. For everyone, you got a birthday? I do, man. On uh, February 6, 1820, 88 free black men and women set sail for the British colony now known as Sierra Leone. Okay, nice, awesome. Happy, no, that no, was a happy, that black, was a happy history black history month. month. Yep, that was uh, happy birthday fact. to everyone celebrating the birthday, uh, February 2nd through the 8th of February 2020. Uh, happy birthday to Langston Hughes. I know you're long gone, but happy birthday. Uh, singer, because it's the Super Bowl, Secure is having a birthday. Happy birthday. Um, shout out to Black History, Black Fist in the Air. Rosa Parks, happy birthday. Awesome. Uh, Hank Aaron is celebrating a birthday this week. Uh, rap actor, comedian, Chris Rock is celebrating a birthday. Okay. And uh, rest in peace, uh, different stroke star Gary Coleman is having a celebrating what have been celebrating a birthday. Rapper, uh, reggae singer Sean Kingston, okay, having a birthday. Uh, rapper Cameron celebrating a birthday. And lastly, but not least, she's Essence Atkins is celebrating a birthday. Awesome, happy birthday to everyone celebrating a birthday. Awesome. Happy birthday, yeah, happy birthday. All right, and cool. <laughs> All right, well, we've been sipping on this third and final beer for a little bit, so. Ooh, <laughs> we go. Segment. He's like, Bark. <laughs> there you go. Hello, everyone. Today's Lou Belgium segment, we will be uh, featuring the Plum Gosa, a ale brewed with Italian plums, souring in progress, soured in our tanker truck, brewed by Two Roads Brewing. It says here on the back of the can, Two Roads is driving a tanker truck down the road less traveled with this plum gosa, pronounced G-O-Z-U-H, goza. We kettled kettled soured this ale in our own tanker truck trailer, a former milk tanker like the one on the front label that's parked right on the grounds of our brewery. That's pretty cool. Uh, Expect a classic gosa, sour, and salty interplay with the unmistakable character of the Italian tart plums, plumness colombiana. That's not how you say it, but it's, no, <laughs> no plumness cocomila. Sorry. Okay. Pinkish in color and decidedly refreshing. Here's to taking the road less traveled and life in the beer. 
Uh, the Gose that we have today, it pours a purplish rosé color. Uh, it has a, a light head that dissipates uh, very, rather quickly. Um, it is uh, very, very purplish, like I said, in color. Um, there is fermented plums that I get the smell of. It smells like um, like right before the fruit flies come, when you got that uh, bowl of plums. Hmm? Yeah, fermentation of the plums. I put my plum. I put yeah. my plums Proof in the refrigerator. Proof I don't leave my plums out. You used that analogy before. <laughs> you put so the, leave that plum you, you, you leave your plums out. Leave your plums out. What? Your plums out at the farmers market. It's plums out all the time. Fruit flies, boy. When no fruit flies come, that's just, that's what time it's time to make your plums. It's time to ferment. You're going to old Miss again. Yeah. <laughs> like, fermentation comes when the fruit flies come. Uh, it's very. Uh, it's it is in the gose uh, form. Is uh, tart and uh, slightly salty. Uh, Gosa, sorry. <laughs> he the best. He didn't butcher this thing. Isn't he? I like Gosa. Corner all types of shit. Gosa sound good to me. Gosa, Gosa don't sound right. Gosa don't sound right. It's G O Goose. It should be Goose. It's G O S E. That's and it don't have no tilde or nothing on the E. Gosa, it's Goosey. Goosey, it's Goosey. It's Goosey. Juicy. It reminds me of like if you made Kool Aid but you didn't put no sugar in it. Like you just had the powder. It tastes like it okay. tastes tart right, like that. Yeah. It tastes tart like that. Uh, there you go. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, she she don't like it. <laughs> she didn't like it. She only liked the one. She was one. Yeah, we were one for three. We ain't nobody one hiring one. you on for QA. <laughs> no, no, she ain't. She not doing like, no R and D for these <laughs> gosey for no. these gosas goseys gooseys goosey these gooseys Lucy gooseys. And it's spelled like rose with a G. It is is ghost ghost. Yeah, that's what it should be. Speaking of ghosts, y'all, y'all been never mind. Goza. Goza. <laughs> Goza. But you don't Man, say Rose, what, Rosa. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. That. Y'all, this plum ghosty is really good. <laughs> I, I thoroughly it's Italian enjoy Italian it. plum, so it's ghosts. Okay, right. we get it. We know what it is. All right. It's 4.5 alcohol by volume. It's part of the Tanker Truck Sour Series from Two Rose Brewing. They are out of uh, Stratford. Not Melbourne, Not uh, Connecticut. <laughs> um, the beer can is uh, has a purple background on it with some silver in the front. Uh, has some looks like grapes and uh, actual plums on, or maybe they're prunes and actual grapes on. Uh, not grapes, plums on the front. It has some like a uh, factory plumage for the wording, and then it has that milk truck with uh, that held and housed the gose, the goosey. Um, so there you go. It was a pretty good offering. Goza. I know. I, know what I see what you're trying to do, but I'm going to go with Goosey. I'll call you out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay with Goosey. That's that young black yeah. doctors. They, yeah. they do that. They, they do that. that. They like to get stuff correct. They got to write that dissertation. You got to get it stuff. You got to get it right. But, you know, sure. I don't have a doctorate. So I'm going to just sure. go with Goosey. Right. I don't have a doctorate. They just call me here with your degrees. They, they just call me Mister. <laughs> I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth, Miss Davis. <laughs> uh, pass me another. <laughs> like we uh, like we always do at this time. What do you I guys will uh, say? Pass me think another. Think about it. You know what? I didn't like it. No, it was cool. Just one. It was just too tart for me. Just, just one, one or, or in the cooler. Yeah, keep it in the cooler for me. Okay. Yeah, I would keep it in the cooler as mm. well. You guys notice ice. I didn't pour in. <laughs> at least, at least, at least you gonna have keep it, it cold, cold for the next somebody else. Yeah, right. Somebody else. Yeah, just put that on the shelf. I'm like, ah, yeah, it was just crack too, this uh, open and just leave it out. And, and you know, it was just, uh, yeah, the, the tartness and the saltiness yeah. was a little, yeah, like it reminded me of drinking like a. It like wasn't a, that sour monkey though. Like a margarita. No, nah, what? <laughs> you know what? Like a margarita, mm-hmm. and that salt on the rim. 
I don't even like that shit. It so was funny. Know, I, I was saying, like, eh, it's okay to me, but I keep on pouring that chocolate. Right. Yeah. I, like, 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 yeah. I think you're, you're, a, like, you're, you're a goosey guy. I, I think I am a goosey guy. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I don't like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a goosey guy. I, I like the, the saltiness and the, yeah. the, the uh, little spritzer. Y'all yeah. also the ones that put salt on uh, on freaking uh, watermelons, right? No, I don't put salt. I mean, I, 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 no put salt. I, I, I did that when I was. I was just saying it pulls out the juiciness. That's yeah, why you like, go do it. It's uh, very, uh, very springtimey. Uh, uh, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Memorial to Labor Day type yeah. of drink. <laughs> Lemon shandy. You just gonna give it a, a holiday? <laughs> no, no, no. A time frame. Memorial okay. Day to Labor Day. Yeah, well, de- it's definitely for people who enjoy uh, this the sours and yeah. the, uh, the sour ales. I think it's a well done. If you don't, uh-huh. if you do like sours, this is a really, really well done sour. And I think if you don't like sours, it's a good introduction. Mm-hmm. To trying to uh, taste the sour because you don't get a lot of plum based uh, uh, drinks. Right, so. I think they're big on their, uh, I mean, their I sours out, out of two roads. So shout out yeah. to two roads. Yeah, for, for uh, sure. For hitting sure. this goza right, juicy <laughs> with that salt, that juicy, like, juicy, juicy. What's the guy name? Salt Bay. Salt Bay. He probably was in there like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> why you gotta make that noise? <laughs> yeah. I was driving it up because that's how he did his fingers. Uh, all right, before we uh, wrap up, anything else about this uh, plum goza? Goza. Be, uh, goza. Tops? Nah. That's it. That's it. We're good. All right. Uh, before we go, uh, how can they uh, reach you folks how can they on find the, us? Uh, the social medias? Oh, okay. Uh, for all your beer needs oh, yep, and all right. your goosey needs, you goosey. can <laughs> find <laughs> me on Lou Belgium. <laughs> Juicy goosey. Uh, for all your t-shirt needs and the margin tees. I am on them Instagrams. On those Instagrams. And you can find me on Instagram at 302Yoda and on Instagram under um, Delaware on Grind and on Facebook under Delaware on Grind. And you can find me on Instagram at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. And I guess, how can they uh, find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Dr. Underscore Ocean 24, and you can get the book, Science is Everywhere, Science is for Everyone, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, or Walmart. They're all It's all online. Or if you happen to be out the country, you can. You can go to Canada, Indonesia. Canada. Yeah. South and Barnes & Noble um, uh, uh, delivers internationally. Okay. 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 I'm now. Thank you very much for uh, joining thank us today. Thank you for we coming. Thank you so much you for having me. You dropped a lot of knowledge. Yes. Thank Absolutely. you so much for having me. I think it was this a very, was edu- very educational. And look, well, we're glad I mean, you had fun. You're clearly not at the beginning, obviously. Of you're just embarking on new things. So uh, as you continue to do great things, because we all sure you will, feel free to even reach out to us and say, hey. Um, I'd like to, project. you know, I got new stuff coming out. I'd like to come back on your, you know, your platform and yeah, do something welcome. else with you're you. You're always welcome. Because uh, that's what this initiation or this initial relationship is about. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, remember to check out, uh, you can find Bruising Banter Podcast at Bruising Banter Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You could check us out by listening <laughs> <laughs> to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Uh, Anchor, Stitcher, and anywhere else you're listening to podcasts. Uh, remember to check us out, rate, and review. We would like to thank Dr. Jeanette Davis for hey, coming through. Anytime we mess up, we got to. Hey. I'm cutting this. I'm cutting this. <laughs> we'll have to cut it all. That's right. Power of the edit, baby. But thank you for, for <laughs> thank coming Thank you very out. much for coming. We appreciate, we appreciate you. You're sure. welcome anytime. Black History in the Flesh. I said it before. Yeah. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Until um, 
next time. Next Have a great time. week, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. On, uh, leave you with the uh, Mamba mentality. 24 second of silence for Kobe. Control, questioning me like I'm a criminal or something. Stole your heart or something like I'm up to something. You must be great girlfriends, gossiping. Silly sounds, expecting a voice in the background. Come on now, you trust this foul, checking messages down. How old are we now? You probably hate me now, like Nasha Diamonds. I'm just keeping it real with you, honest. My silence forgive. I was stressed today. I was shopping with my ex for lingerie for my newfound love. That won't be you. No shame in your name. I say what I want. Wait, that was Kobe? Yeah. Oh, Kobe. Wow. She, she's good off of that. <laughs> no. I was-